just gotta get out. Get out of here! Get, get out of here! I don't want... You don't know what I'm referencing. I you don't. never get what I... It's fucking... It's Old Yeller. The dog I've had, never seen Old Yeller. Did you say Old Yellon? <laughs> I said Old... I said Old Yellow. Oh, this isn't Riley being a dumbass, but could be. Hi, I'm Rachel. I'm Riley. This is Grab Bag Podcast. And uh, Riley doesn't know what Old Yeller is. I know what it is. I've just never seen it. At the end, the dog has, I want to say rabies, but my brain also says herpes. The dog- My brain went to alopecia. What? I don't know, Rachel. Do you even know what alopecia is? It's when you lose all your hair. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about at all. I know, but my brain automatically just went to alopecia. Okay, but at the end, the boy has to kill his dog because it has rabies, and instead of killing it, he just releases it out into the forest. He's like, get out of here! I don't want you anymore! Go! Get! It's supposed to, like, break your heart. It's the end of the movie. It's like in The Fox and the Hound, when she leaves the fox in the middle of the forest. I've also never seen The Fox and the Hound. What the fuck, Riley? (laughs) I'm a nightmare, alright? God damn it. So, welcome... To this week's episode of Grab Bag Podcast. Yay! This week we're doing musicals. And, um, I'm tired. I don't want to have to teach Riley about a whole ass musical. So you know what? I chose a musical she already knows. And one she loves. One we both love. So you know who we're teaching about the musical? You. Yay! Congratulations, listener. And if you know about this musical... Great, stick around because we're going to end up singing like everything because we love this stupid musical. We love this stupid musical. It's my favorite fucking musical too. <laughs> so what will end up happening is I will, or what I'm going to do because I also just didn't do any research at all. Why? Well, I, I know everything. I know. I know, I about know this but the, it sounds really funny to me. <laughs> Usually, because I'm like Riley, you do enough research, and she's like, I don't know, and then my brain, and then I'm like, hey. I didn't do any fucking research at all. Let's jump in. I hate you so much. <laughs> I do, like, sometimes I do, like, hours worth of research, and then I come in, and then, like, sometimes I just feel like it's never enough, and then Rachel comes in, no research, balls out. <laughs> Ready to record. We need to record. So, this week we're doing Bear Pop Opera. Yay! Yay! I love Bear. We have loved Bear since we were, since, since we were... Since <laughs> we were the collective you. age of 15. <laughs> I was going to say since I was 15. <laughs> when our friends, Alan and Luis, were moving oh. to New York, and they sang the love duet in this show at their going away, uh, like, concert send-off fundraiser. And they did this fundraiser, and I, all, all of us who were in, like, the chorus of these songs just sat in the back holding hands and sobbing during the song, and I had no idea what fucking musical it was from until I looked it up, and I uh, lost my mind over it. It's been seven years, eight years now that I know it. Eight years if I was 15. I don't know how math works. Well, I'm 23, so and I was 15 for sure, so eight, eight years. Eight because years. if you were 15, I was 10, and I'm 18 now. That's, we just That's literally, easier we just math said, in my brain okay, than 15 sure. to 23. Yes, but I don't put it in terms of you. I put it in terms of me. Well, we both really said me first. Me first. Me. My Mine. way. My way. Or the highway. Oh, Jesus. So, Is this what this episode's gonna be like? Yeah. Because I'm, so, I'm chaos. so tired. I'm so tired. Like, I slept in until 2 o'clock today. But I'm still so exhausted. Like, I don't know. But yeah, because you were, like, awake. I was awake till like, 5 a.m. Yeah. Because my sleep schedule is stupid. 
I went to bed at 10 o'clock, and I woke up at 2 a.m. to Rachel baking, so. I wasn't baking. I was cooking. Oh, no, you weren't baking. You were cooking. I was cooking. Because usually Sorry, at, like, 2 a.m. I'll bake. Excuse me for being wrong. So, like, not last night, but the night before, I baked two loaves of pumpkin bread and a blueberry galetta, or galette, whatever. And then last night, I made pasta. And Tabasco, uh... Sauce. Tabasco Mar- uh, marinara sauce. Yeah. Sauces. Sauces. Anyway, so a lot of people do know this musical. I People didn't used to know this musical. Yeah, it's it's had like a recent renaissance. And I don't know where this renaissance has been coming from. Me neither, actually. I haven't seen it. Like, it's suddenly everyone it's knew suddenly it. Suddenly everyone knows it. And I don't, I don't want to be like, it's because I told everyone because it's a musical. It's not like I am like the owner of this Rachel's musical. Rachel's the gatekeeper of musical. I don't, I, I don't want to be the gatekeeper of musicals. No, no, no. But when I start talking about a musical for years at a time and then it suddenly gets really popular, maybe that was my influence. Maybe I just had a little sprinkle on the... Th- maybe, on the maybe it was because I put relevance. it in everyone's head for two years and then it became, like... The relevance. Yeah. So, I don't know. I literally remember being in Sister... No. Mary Poppins? God, I was in, it was in some show at our local theater where, where I've only been in five shows there. Um... It was, and it was when I had friends. I think it had to be Mary Poppins, because our friend Jordan was in it with me, and Jordan and, I, and Jordan and I were only in one show together, there together. So I think it was Mary Poppins, which was five years ago. It was the year I graduated high school, and uh, the theater I'm talking about is at our, is at our university at UTEP, and uh, so during, after the show, sometimes we'd just grab food and eat in like the, uh the park that's right in front of it, Centennial Plaza. And I remember explaining this whole plot to one of our friends while eating Sonic, because this is when the Sonic drive-thru was still open, while eating Sonic and pacing. And then I kicked over my own damn slushy. So, I've been literally... What? Pl- yes. <laughs> I've never heard this story. Well, it's because it's not like a big thing. It was just me hanging out with my friends, but I got annoying and was like, I would cast all of us in this musical, and now y'all need to know about this musical, because I love this musical. Because Rachel's a nerd that loves talking about musicals. Because I'm annoying like that. No, it's not annoying. It's just, like, Rachel's a nerd. Yeah, it's annoying. But, so, like, I've been talking about the musical for years, and suddenly we were going to do it at said theater, but of course it got canceled because of Rona, and I'm so mad. So mad. Because even, like, two or three years ago, I wrote on Facebook... Someone if someone in El Paso does this musical, I will clear my entire life in audition. And I had to share it and be like, wow, that got ruined, huh? So what we're talking about is... Life's, life cleared you life from cleared that me. musical. <laughs> life said, mm, Rachel can never be Nadia. That's it. Uh-huh, Eat uh-huh, shit. Uh-huh. Well, fine. That's, That's Spring a, Awakening. That is Spring Awakening. That is not what we're talking about. Kinda Jonathan close, though. Groff. Well, Jonathan Groff doesn't sing that song. Wanna, I know it's 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 the other one. Yeah, but but still, you wanna laugh. Okay. So what the musical we're talking about is Bear, a pop yeah. opera. We're talking about Bear, not Spring Awakening. Not Spring Awakening. I mean, I could talk about Spring Awakening eventually, but I I also know it too well. Yeah. Well, no, I just think like when I'm doing musicals, I'll, I I want to do like the musicals I get really really hyper obsessed with. Riley ends up listening to. Yes. And knowing about. So the ones that I could talk about for three hours, like Parade, Riley will know. Because she actually does listen to him. But the ones that I am obsessed with but not 
on a, like a clinical level, like Parade or Beetlejuice. So like, uh, like I was super obsessed with Parade and Beetlejuice, but I, I really like, but I'm not like obsessed, obsessed, like with Hades Town. Riley doesn't know, but also Riley knows enough about Greek mythology to where she could put it together. Well, I can I can use the brainsicle for once. The brainsicle. The brainsicle. We put it on ice. <laughs> Brain when cells on ice. Mom puts it on ice when we when it's not in. Mom use. puts it in the freezer to keep it warm. Yes, freezer burn. So uh, <laughs> wait, our one brain cell wait. has freezer burn. Both of us just went in two different directions to keep it warm. <laughs> freezer burn. <laughs> You, oh, you wanna laugh it's too absurd. Rachel, take take close that tab of the of the brain, please. Okay, it's bugging me. so it's bugging the way me. I describe Bera Pop Opera very quickly is Romeo and Juliet, but set in a Catholic boarding school between two gay boys. Uh, and while it's not Romeo and Juliet in the way it's like Capulets versus Montagues, it is very much in the way of I want to come out versus we need to stay in the closet. Yeah. So also Romeo and Juliet's a huge theme of the show. And, so, Ro- so, and they literally do. They literally Romeo do it <laughs> in the show. So there is sung Shakespeare in here. So sometimes when I'm being, you know, an asshole, it's, this you'll happens just, a lot at work actually, just, where I'll be going okay. down the escalator and our escalators cross. I'll be going down the escalator while someone's going up the escalator, and I'll just but soft. What light through yonder window breaks? It is the east, and Juliet is the sun. Arise, fair sun, and kill the envious moon. Her best delivery is but sick and pale, and none but fools do wear it. Cast it off. Oh, she's my lady. And by the time I get to oh, she's my lady, usually you know we've been at the bottom for a while or at the top, you know, vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so this musical used a lot of like Shakespeare, like. From it, it, Romeo and Juliet, they literally, they, they literally, it's, just, it's literally quote, quoted sing and And sung. when I first, I've, I've known about these musicals since before I read Julio, Romeo and Juliet. Julio and Romeo. <laughs> I hate you. Um, no, but since before I read, read it in class, so when I did have to read it in class, I ended up reading the first, like, two households both, like, in dignity, and I just already knew it, and then, like, when I, when I did know it past the, what my brain said in the song, I had to read the rest of it, and I was like, shit, wait, I can't read it in rhyme anymore, I'm gonna start stuttering, and I did. Two households both alike in dignity, in Favorona where we are seen, from ancient chords break through new mutiny, where civil blood makes civil hands unclean. And now read the rest of it to your freshman English class. And, <laughs> 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 and just stutter throughout the rest of it. And see, I didn't know this musical when I was a freshman. I was a freshman when I was 14 turning 15. And I found this musical the, the summer between freshman and sophomore year. Uh... But when we read Romeo and Juliet, I would literally volunteer. I was Romeo more than I was ever Juliet. I think I was Juliet once, one of the times we read it out loud in class. Because our teacher would ask for volunteers to read parts, and I was always like, I'm always here to read Shakespeare. And so I'd always end up as the weird characters. She hesit- I was Benvolio she hesitated. too many times. You are a Benvolio. Yes, she I hesitated am. from putting me as the nurse, which, thank you, Miss Luna, you're a godsend. She put me as the nurse. Okay. You know, dichotomy. You know, but I was dichotomy, a man. I was Mercutio a lot. English teachers can sniff out the gay kids, man. Honestly, yeah. That's why she put me in Benvolio. <laughs> I was Romeo a lot, though. I was Romeo and Mercutio. Because whenever a girl, Mercutio? another girl, Mercutio. Mercutio. Whenever, whenever another girl in class would volunteer to read, there was, I was like, well, can I just be like Juliet? And I'd be like, okay, bye. <laughs> 
I'll be Rosalind. I want to be Rosalind. I want to live. I want to be Rosalind. I want to be Rosalind. Uh. Oh, Rosalind, how come we judge your skin? That's a good song, by the way. By Such a good Spacey? song. It's like C-C. Searchy. No, I do not think there is. It's S-E-A-R-C-Y. I don't think there is an R. There is an R, and I rec- and I noticed it recently. Okay. Let me let me look at it. Let me look. Ro- Rosalind. Wow, it's, but it's it's not searchy. The no, R is it's before- not searchy, but it's it's I spelled it correctly. Yeah, S E A R C Y. Yeah, buddy, I know how to talk. We haven't talked about this musical at all. Okay, no, fuck, I'm crying. All right, so let's let's just start with reading of the synopsis. 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 Um. The syllables. I the, you put emphasis on the wrong syllable. Synopsis. Synopsis. Ew. Um, God, I would name my dog Synopsis. I hate you. Go to hell. <laughs> as I should. As I should. As God intended. As, as, um, as Satan intended. Fuck it. Satan doesn't choose where you go. He just rolls over hell. God chooses where you go. If you follow the rules, don't break the rules. It's like we're living Street in smarts. the wild, wild west. Don't break the rules. Street smarts. With God. What? Stop. <laughs> God. What a popcorn episode. I hate it here. All right. Let's start with the synopsis of Bear a Pop Opera. If you're still here, you deserve a medal. Fuck. Fuck. Okay. We're on two different, different ways. Yeah. Yeah, so I would like to say that this musical first opened uh, in Los Angeles in 2000. So, you know, it's a bit Before of a musical. Before I was musical. born. Yeah, this, rather, this musical's older than Riley. Yeah, it's 20 years old this year. Old oh, is. It's going to huh? be old enough to drink next year. Uh, it never made it to Broadway. It was only off-Broadway. And then it was then revived later as Bear the Musical. And fuck Bear the Musical. It's not as good. And they cut out the fat girl and made her Barrett Wilbert Weed. Yep. So. No, I hate to Barrett Wilbur Reed, but... No, I love Barrett Wilbur Reed, but I but, am saying she's not fat Nadia. No, because... She's thin Nadia, and she, they don't... It's not It's not the same, I don't give a shit about it. A lot of Nadia's character arc is, is lot, her weight. Yeah, and, and her, like, as much as I am tired about hearing fat girls sing about being fat, Nadia is just such a good... Like, Nadia is who I was at 15. Yeah, it's an accurate representation. It's an accurate of representation of an angry, of an angry, insecure fifteen-year-old who's watching life not go on without her, but revolve around other people and being very conscious of, of it that. not of her not being the main character. Yeah, and wanting it and wanting to be like yeah 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 yeah. You'll see. We you'll haven't see. talked about the entire. You'll see. You'll see. Because not as. Yeah, okay. I, I love Nadia so much. And also, I I have all the sheet music, right? So when I was singing Two Households right now, I was singing the soprano part. Yes, Nadia would. is always she on the alto. alto line. She is always on the alto line because she's the alto of the show. Congrats. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk? Surprise. Surprise. Okay, so act one. The opera, because it is an opera, There's it's there's, an operetta. There's, like, there's not a lot of dialogue. There's not a lot of dialogue. And if there is, you hear it in the songs. And it's also played, like, with, like, music undertones. Yep. Like, so it. it's, yeah, there's music. Okay, so, the operetta, because this says the opera, it's not an opera, the operetta opens at a mass on the Feast of the Epiphany in St. Cecilia's boarding school. Peter, an altar boy, is dozing off and having a nightmare in which he is outed and condemned by everyone. So Peter and Jason are the main characters. We'll start there. 
I love Peter's songs with my whole heart. Yep. If I was a boy, I would end up being Jason, but I'd want to be Peter. No, if I was a boy, I would end up being You are Peter. We got it. Oh, you're Matt. I'm Matt. And I love Matt. Matt. And I will defend Matt for the rest of my life. You should not defend Matt. No, I should not. But here we are. Anyway, okay, continue. so we'll get to why we'll Riley to why... standing Matt is problematic. Yes, it is. 100%. It's not problematic till the end, but it's problematic. Till the end, but it's problematic in general. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, and this is the song Epiphany. I don't know the song very well because it's basically just a whole bunch of other parts of other songs put together. And when I first illegally downloaded the album, when it I was wasn't 15, there. when I was, well, because I, when I, when I was 15, I would just illegally download songs for my iPod because I didn't have any money and my mom didn't want to give me money for music and so, whatever. Whatever, put me in federal prison. Everyone did it. Piracy. Lime crime, or lime wire is like a lime crime. Lime crime! Lime wire is a, a, is a joke now. So. A, 2008, a 2008 crime fighting show where people find Lime crime is a makeup brand. Rachel, I was making a joke. It was a bad one. As I, and you you know, could have gone the makeup route and it would have been funnier, but okay. I forgot it Lime wire is a meme now. I didn't even use lime wire, but it is a meme now. So, whatever. So, I, and I didn't, I thought Epiphany was just, um, an instrumental track, so I didn't download it. <laughs> so I had, like, all the others, except for also a song called Spring, which is sung by Nadia. Oh, so, and you didn't have Rolling either, but Rolling was just kind rolling, of... Rolling is just techno music with words on it, with, with them talking. Yep. So, whatever. So, after Mass, Peter encounters Jason, St. Cecilia's resident golden boy, who is also his roommate and secret lover. Secret, secret lover! Secret lover! In the dorm room! Secret, ah! secret, secret ah! Which one of these is voice is voiced? Was originally played by Matt Dole. Uh, Peter. Is it Peter? It's Peter. So, if you know anything about, like, music theater. new music theater, or, like, you know, let, let's Matt see. Doyle. what Yeah, let's see. What else has Matt Doyle been in? That's if, if, if for our Broadway babies who don't know things. He's so cute. I love Matt Doyle. Uh, this just this this like little paragraph about just says he's perhaps best known for his work in Spring Awakening, War Horse, and the Book of Mormon on Broadway. So, yeah, yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Anyway. So, let me go back to my, my page about Bear. Secret lovers! Secret lovers! That's just the theme of this episode. Secret lovers! Secret lovers! Okay. So, uh, Jason tries to assure Peter about their secret relationship, and this is a song, You and I. Which, ugh! Which is so good! Slap. Which slaps! My favorite part is when they're talking and the other obviously like, okay, so they're talking after Mass and uh, Jason's making fun of Peter for falling asleep in Mass. Um, and they're just talking and obviously like walking back to their dorm room. And girls and boys both come up and they try to talk to Jason. But so it's always like, Jason, got a date for prom yet? Jason, did you lose our number? Jason. Jason, you're a superstar, man. Jason, and they couldn't guard you, Jason. Mm-hmm. You and it's right, like it's like the pre-chorus, and it always gets stuck in my head. Just a Jason, Jason. <laughs> uh, let's lay off the crack. You and I, you take my hand, leaving me breathless. 
I want to be in Bear so fucking bad. And even if I, I wasn't be anyone in Bear. True, 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 true. Even if I wasn't, even if I was Nadia, I wouldn't be able to be in that song because all the girls are going, Jason. It, they're talking about, what Peter's talking about how all the girls want to date him because mm-hmm. he's like the resident golden boy. And so that's like proving his point. Jason, did you got a date for prom yet? Jason, did you lose my number? Spoiler alert. Nadia is Jason's twin sister. <laughs> Not that big of a spoiler. You find out like the next scene. Yeah, but like I could never be. I couldn't. I would have to sing that song backstage. I wouldn't get to fawn over whoever's playing Jason. I want to be every part in this fucking show. <laughs> God, I love Bear. I don't know. Our friend Romanti was supposed to direct it. Mm-hmm. Hey, Romanti, if you ever end up directing it, this is um, me saying I will play any role in this show. I want Nadia, but you can put me as anyone. And I would be happy. I would be thankful. Put me as Peter. Don't put me as Peter. I want to <laughs> sing Peter's songs. But. I probably shouldn't. Probably shouldn't. I want gender bed bear so fucking bad though. Dude me too. But like it wouldn't make it sense It wouldn't make later. sense. And that's this, not this fair. Show, this show was written so specifically about 2000s aged gay boys. That yeah. it wouldn't make sense. You'd literally just have to take the plot. Rewrite it. And rewrite like all the music. Like you, you'd have to. Yeah. It'd have to be modernized so hard and have to be gender flipped with the okay. Yeah. It's yeah. it's too much work for If it's too much work for a simple like I'm gonna do a production of bear, but gender flop it. Nah, it has to be completely rewritten. Yeah, it does. Anyway. Anyway, continuing on. Peter asks Jason to audition for Romeo and Juliet, but Jason 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 Sharing Jason Jason Ew So much saliva in my mouth just came out in that one moment. But Jason initially refuses. Alone Peter reflects on his angst about his relationship with Jason in the song <sighs> Roll, Roll of a lifetime. lifetime. The rule of a lifetime is living a fantasy. I will go batshit crazy. I love that song. I love the show. He assumes this role with such Uh, am I here to damn you or to help you navigate this maze where confusion is a crime? Ah! Hoping that one day. It's sung by the beautiful Matt Doyle. So, of course. It's so good. Like, if you haven't listened to Bear, like, just go listen to it. Like, listen to the rest of this episode so I can get them numbers, please. But. Please go listen to Bear. It's all on Spotify. It's all on YouTube. On Spotify, it's in two separate albums, but someone put it together in one, one playlist. Al- one playlist. I follow the playlist. I, I follow the playlist too. I don't follow the albums. I follow the playlist because whoever that is, you know, did the Lord's they, work. They did the Lord's work. Uh, they did the hard work. And yeah. also, this show's mostly about teenagers, and there's three adults in it. Yes. And it's three adults that I can cast from my everyday life that I want to play it. Play play so these bad. people so bad. So I'm like, please, 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 please. Um, okay, at quote unquote auditions, drama teacher Sister Chantel is Chantal. Sister Chantel uh, is dismayed by the lack of adept actors until Jason shows up to everyone's shock. So the song auditions, oh, which is, is where so you get good. the majority of the song Romeo and Juliet. Yes, and not like they do sing it a lot later too, but they you get m- more pieces of it here because they're reading, they're they're doing call, they're like. 
doing cold reads. Yeah. So it starts with, what's up with light through yonder window breaks? It is the east, and Juliet is the sun, arise for sun, and kill the envious moon, who is already sick and pale with grief, that thou her maid art far more fair than she. Be not her maid, since she is envious. Her best delivery is but sick, and none but fools do wear it. Cast it off, cast, cast it, it off, but it's a name that is thine enemy. Lo art thou south, though not a Montague. What's Montague? It is nor hand, nor foot is nor hand nor foot nor arm nor face i'll be some other name belonging to a man hey what's in a name that which we call a rose that would smell ever sweet and, and then they overlap, overlap <laughs> i thought riley was going to sing that with me it's because i really had to sneeze and i could not open my mouth <laughs> <laughs> i was waiting it for would be your snot <laughs> I was waiting for Riley to come in at certain parts where, like, there's a bunch of people singing, like, uh... Yeah, like, so that you could hear the Cast overlap. it off! Cast it off! But she but did I, it. I, I pointed at her and she did I nothing. Had to, and would you, Rachel, do you, would you want to have sneeze all over your laptop? Oh, yeah, no, thanks. Would you have, would you want to have this? Who is already sick and pale with grief, that thou were made her far more fair than she... Be not her maid, since she is envious. Service delivery is but sick, and none but fools do wear it. Cast, cast it off, cast it off. There we go. That's what I wanted. I'd sneeze really bad. Anyway, so Chantel cuts them all off, and she's like, "What the fuck? Y'all are shit. Y'all are shit." She literally goes, "I think I've seen all I could stand to see." And then someone tries to interrupt her. Uh, I know you didn't. I did know you used to try to interrupt me. And what's adorable? Snow White in the house. You're quite a dancer. Too bad you opened your mouth. I have a Romeo who's well rehearsed, obviously talking about Peter. Uh, and as for the rest of you, the show has got to be cursed. She asks if there's anyone there to audition, and Jason shows up. Anyone else who's going to audition, and it's Jason. And you're like, oh, and all the girls automatically fawn over him. Nadia's like, trying what to be the Juliet. Fuck? Trying to be Juliet. Nadia's sitting in the back, uh, and you hear two female voices in this that you don't know who they are yet, but uh, they are Ivy and Nadia. Nadia being my life, and she's the one who does the, uh, um, hey, what's in a name? Any of those lower female parts are Nadia. I love her. Ivy is the soprano, so we know where this is going. Um, so Jason shows up to everyone's shock. He and Matt, another altar boy, battle for the part of Romeo. Uh, Matt, Matt, Matt. Matt has this cool thematic musical thing that happens yes. before he comes in he every time. Motif. He has a motif. He has a motif. And it is so... And it's his, uh, it's, 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 it's his, his, his villain motif. It's his, it's his villain antagonist motif. motif. Yeah. Let me let me just pull up... Um, I'm going to pull up the ending of one of the songs. Or not the ending, but I'm going to pull up one of Matt's songs so you can hear this neat villain motif. Yeah, because it's so... Uh, you're gonna. I love... Why isn't it loading? What is with my phone right now? I don't know. Come on, Spotify. Come on. Come on, Spotify. Come on, Spotify. And as for the rest of you, the show has got to be cursed. I have a Romeo who's... Well, oh, shit. I, I slipped it. Are there any other fools here to make me fall out? Okay, while Rachel's pulling that up... That'd be I'm our gonna... friend Tanisha. Yes. We want Tanisha in that role so bad. We do. Um, While Rachel pulls this up, I'm going to explain a little bit about Matt. Matt is like... No, you're going to no. give things away, Riley. Riley's, Riley's getting heated because, let's see, let me pause the podcast for a second so I can pull up things that aren't spoilers. <laughs> if it's the beginning of auditions, I could have just pulled up the beginning of auditions. God, we're idiots. 
this like and Matt's the first one to audition. Yeah, this right here. That is Matt's motif. Edie's the East, and Juliet is the Sun. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, 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 I love this musical okay. so, so much. Okay, so... God, we're so... So, in the end, the, this, the Wikipedia lists the cast list. So, at the end, they all come together while Sister Chantel goes to decide the cast list. Um, everyone congratulates Jason on being, like, a great actor for the first for his first time acting ever. What a bitch. What a bitch. I hate it. I hate it so much. Okay, but so this is... They kiss Jason's ass. They kiss Jason's ass this whole show. Anyway, Jason is cast as Romeo. Ivy, Peter and Jason's friend, whom Matt is in love with, is cast as Juliet. Peter is Mercutio. Matt is Tybalt. Very fitting. Very fitting. And Nadia, Jason's overweight, sharp-tongued twin sister, thanks Wikipedia, as the nurse. So... Which is funny because that's not how at all how Sister Chantel is the cast list. She doesn't go in order. I don't she know. Go in any sort of there order. There is no like feasible order in which Sister Chantel listed this cast list, other than make it hurt more because it's not by importance. It's not by it's not by alphabetical. It's of not any sort. It's not by in order of appearance. She literally goes nurse Nadia McConnell as the first one, and Nadia goes surprise. Uh, <laughs> Ivy. Or she she made Julia, it Ivy easier, Robinson. Easier of easy of con, of convenience. Ease of convenience. what are you trying to say? I don't know. Okay. To make it easier for her. Yeah. 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 She, yeah, yeah. Roles that she already knew that she was gonna give. Yep, 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 yep. Roles she definitely already knew she was gonna give. She already knew Julia and not she already knew Ivy and Nadia were gonna be Juliet and the nurse. Um, okay. Jason attempts to console his sister who wanted to play Juliet. And this is a song called Plain Jane Fatass. I love Plain Jane Fatass. <sighs> Plain Jane Fatass is that, like, anger fat girls feel whenever something happens to them because they're fat. And if you, or, like, I would say fat people, honestly. Because I, uh, yeah. while I can't speak for a male experience, I can say for women, like, this is, that's completely accurate. But I'm sure it's very close for men, too. But, like, or, you know, or are they bees, non-binary humans? I'm sure it's very similar for y'all as well. It's just, like, ooh. I know a girl full of confidence. Yes, whenever she's full, she's a confident girl. She'll have your piece of pie, then inhale another tin. There's a thin girl inside her with 12 of her friends. Like, it's all sharp shit like that to where you know she's just bitching about it, but, like, God, it actually does hurt. She's making jokes. Plain Jane, fat ass, hungry for love. She's a sensitive soul. Plain Jane, fat ass, keeping society so ill at ease and loving her role. And then at the end, they talk about how their dad sent them uh, birthday presents. Here's your birthday check. Two weeks late, as per usual. Financial proof that dad loves you. And oh, what's this? A, a note. note. Dear Jason, period, full stop. Please find and close this very thick package that came for you yesterday. Talk to Father Flynn and he told me you were in, so call anyway when you open it. Notre Dame. We always knew that you'd keep the McConnell flame burning. Love, Dad. So Jason got into Notre Dame. Oh yeah, oh, by the way, they're all seniors. Yeah, they're all seniors. They're seniors. So Jason got into Notre Dame and Dad's favoring him. 
again. So it must suck to be not only the fat kid who's overlooked all the time, but the fat kid who's overlooked whose literal twin brother is the star of everyone's eye. The star of everyone else's galaxy universe. And I'm not saying it's not hard to be that person too, but I am saying... The shadow does get... The shadow gets real cold. Okay, so, opening a belated birthday gift, the siblings discover that Jason has been accepted into Notre Dame. The song was replaced with Love, Dad in the 2004 off-Broadway production. What? Fuck that. They replaced Play Jane Fatass in the off-Broadway. Why? What was the reason? They really said, fuck Nadia. Fuck the fat girl. Well, huh? what's the reason? What was the reason? I'm mad. I don't want to do that version. I want to do the version of Play Jane Fatass. I want to do the the tri the 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 the, pre -pr the trial the trial run the from Los Angeles. The LA one. Yeah, the LA one. Fuck this new like ugh. And that's just because I'm so in love and indebted to the version that is recorded, which is the LA version. But like, I'm not saying it's not. This whole show isn't doesn't have its flaws, but I am saying that some of these changes feel superfluous, unneeded, unnecessary. Also, it's so hard for me to say superfluous instead of superfluous. Because it's spelled superfluous. Superfluous. Right. We love... English we love, is stupid. We love, we love words. Alright. So In this household, we stand three words. Only three. What are they, Riley? I don't know what they are. Great, great, great. They're big. Cacophony, superfluous, necromancer. Those are ones that I didn't know how to pronounce off... That's, those are words that I have re I read for so long in my head that I didn't know how to pronounce them. And then someone said that. I was like, that's fake. It wasn't. Cacophony. Superfluous. Necromancer. Necromancer? Necromancer. All right, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We, we stand. I'm such an idiot, dude. Like... I just read words At least you and do I'm that like, with like bigger words. I do that with like smaller words. I do that with like walk. You mean walk? Yeah. Walk. And like salmon. The, why salmon do you, is fun. Why do you not pronounce the L's? I don't know. English English is a, is a stupid language. Why is the L side? Apparently, the English language and people and areas that speak English are some of the only places that have spelling bees. Yeah. Because other languages are so straightforward that it's they're not trying to fucking trick you. God, English really said English really said I'm gonna make it hard on everyone. When I'm talking when I'm speaking in Spanish with people at work and I'll, I'll thank them for their patience, I'll be like, oh I'm muchísimas gracias para tu paciencia con mi español because like I don't speak it very well, but I'm trying. And they're like, No, no, gracias para mi uh, tu paciencia con mi inglés or para mi inglés. And I'm like, no, don't fucking worry. I literally am like, no te preocupes. English is, English is muy difícil. English is so hard. So, like, I, it, it's, it's, it's going to be easier for me to learn Spanish than for most people to learn English. Yeah. And that's not because I'm intelligent. It's just because Spanish is more straightforward. Yeah. English, it's pickpockets. It's more it's, phonetically. The, the vowel sounds never change. Yeah. If you read, if, if you, like, once you get the basic fundamental pronunciation in Spanish, you can read anything. You might not know what it says, but you can read it. Yeah. You might stumble and trip a little bit, but you're not gonna you're not gonna jump off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So later, Matt attempts to plan a small surprise par birthday party for Ivy. Lucas, the school's party boy, I always forget Lucas exists. He has his own song, and I forget he exists. 
because they only exist in that one, in that song. one song. Well, he's like their, and I he's like part it. of their friend group, but like on the outskirts of their friend group. Yeah, there's two different yeah. levels: so the inner and the outer. Outer. Yeah, he's on the outer. He's on the outskirts. Uh, so Lucas, the school's party boy, plans a trip to a rave, bringing along bringing along ecstasy and two other drugs, K and uh, GHB. And this is the song Wonderland, the song Rilo always skips. Where he's literally, he raps about Wonderland, Wonderland where never, never finds you. Um, I just imagine it being sung about like a pop punk band come, sometimes. Come to Wonderland, where never, never finds you. <laughs> I uh, got your picture. I'm coming with you, dear Maria, come in. Uh, but so, like, this is a rap song, too, or he raps in it. And my favorite part of this song is at the end where he tries to do, like, the crowd thing. Oh my ladies. What? Oh uh, my ladies. Yeah. To my fellas. Yeah. To my fellas. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes back to rapping, but it didn't work. It didn't work. He I, tried so hard. Wonderland is so funny. And then his girlfriend at the end. Don't try and do that when I take you home. Come to Wonderland, where never, never finds you. So also, like Matt almost doesn't go. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, like, he dresses up really nice, and they and they make they make him steal the church's van to take them all. Yeah. God, they never understand. Because uh, Matt is seen as responsible. Yeah, Matt is, Matt plays second fiddle to Jason in every single way. So if Jason every wasn't around, single. Matt would be the Everything. golden boy. So he literally didn't get Romeo. Later we'll find out how he plays second fiddle to him in two more ways, but that's, yeah. they're spoilers. There are spoilers. Um. But so just so you know, Matt definitely harbors that. Oh yeah, that Matt is so angry. Yeah. So uh, so then, seeing scantily clad Ivy and its effect on Matt, Nadia decides to spend a quote unquote quiet night at home and play her cello instead. So Nadia, uh, was supposed to go to the rave, you know, with all of her friends and her twin brother. Yeah. Uh, when you have siblings that close at a small school, it is hard to have your own friend group. Yes. There was twins in my grade when I went to my tiny private school, and there's only seven of us in that class, and two of them were twins. Like, you don't have friends outside of that. You have five friends between the two of you. And they're all the same people. So, like, I can, like, I, it, it, it's hard. It's hard to have that. A sense of identity. It's hard to have a sense of identity other than being the fat one and not the popular one. So, uh,. A Quiet Night at Home starts with Matt coming to pick up Ivy, and Ivy being all like, do I look okay? Wow, I haven't seen your belly button for hours. Yeah. And her, like, really going at Ivy, because obviously Nadia and Ivy are roommates. Which is shit. Which is such shit. Like, that's, that's, that's the, oh my god, they were roommates. Oh my god, they were roommates. (laughs) But, like, uh, it's just so hard. Because then Ivy's the golden girl, too. Kinda. 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 She's the popular She's the girl. popular girl. She's also the school slut? Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, You, yeah. you wear multiple hats. You wear multiple. When you go to a private school like that, you wear multiple hats. I was the weird kid, the nerd. I was the weird kid, the emo, the goth, and the music theater kid. Like, that's four hats. Danny, two hats move over. Stop quoting my Mad Fat Diary, I swear <laughs> to God. So not that episode. So A Quiet Night at Home is the next song Nadia sings, and god damn. This is where you see behind all that anger and the, the like, 
the spite and the the pointedness, the like the sharpness, the I we- guess. The weaponized, the weaponized ang- anger of plain Jane fat ass is t- like that mask is taken off for a quiet night at home. She's by herself. And God, my favorite part, which is how I always cut the song too, because I oh, I've sung this song for people again. Uh, sadness, who me sad? A quiet night at home, my favorite place. Because she's trying to rationalize why she didn't go. She didn't go because she didn't want to go. She didn't go because she'd rather be at home by herself. Um, sadness, who me sad? Quiet night at home, my favorite place. Honey, it'll be okay. Slim down, dear, things will change. After all, you've such a pretty face. Quiet night at home. Silent night. Joy that's... Play my siren song. Play my siren song. Attracting none. My ship just won't come in. Clinging to the rigid rock of ages and never, ever even get the chance to sing. Passing two productive hours, tearing through a hundred pages. What a tale of star-crossed lovers. Life is lived on other stages. Pain adores me. God ignores me. Always thinking, think, God, I love, God, ah, I love A Quiet Night at Home. That's one of those sad songs that I shouldn't sing at auditions because people don't like to be sad at auditions. (laughs) But honestly, like, my brain goes, mmm, I'm going to sing this song, though. It's one of those self-indulgent sad songs. Yes. To where you're like, God, I'm feeling so sad. I'm feeling so hard in this song. But it it, it, it relates to me. And it's one of those songs I used to cry over so hard when I was in high school. Because I was like, that's me. God Christ. Wow, I love putting myself on blast here. Okay. We so, love reading Rachel's diary. <laughs> I can't keep diaries. In music form. I can't keep diaries. Me neither. I, but, if, mm-hmm. if, yeah, yeah, it makes you feel weird. Um... So, at the rave, Peter dances with Jason and Ivy with Matt. And this is a song rolling where it's just, you know... Techno music. It's just techno, house, whatever, raving music with them talking loudly over top. Peter tries to kiss Jason, who leads him outside. They argue about their secret relationship. Peter wants to come out and make their relationship known, but Jason refuses because he's afraid to be condemned and lose everything he has. Eventually, Peter and Jason kiss. However, Matt has seen everything. And this is the song Best Kept Secret. Didn't you see how no one in there cared? A dozen people saw us dancing there. You're such Chance a coward. To what? See how deep the world can cut. This is all a fantasy. Then we go back to school. Just think it through. I think it through. And then you shut me out. You're such a coward. And you're a fool. And then it goes back. Oh! I think the wordplay of the song is... The wordplay in this song is actually really good, and yeah. I, I, especially at the end, with Peter being like, the best kept secret, and then Jason, it's best kept secret. We just hit that harmony without thinking about it. Best, best kept secret. God damn it. No, because when you were just well, no, saying No, because I was, I was doing Jason, Jason run, and yeah. you were doing the harmony on top of it, yeah. which wasn't the thing. It's a thing in the next one when they sing together. I don't know. Whatever. 
We messed up. Whatever. whatever. We tried. We, tr- we, what, we, we tried. did it unconsciously, and then when we and tried we, it, fell we, through. Yeah. Uh, but My best best secret is really good, and best I. Is so good. Uh, we think the climax, which of the argument. Yeah. Let me look at the song list for a second. Next should be Portrait of a Girl. Well, no, it comes up in the thing. Oh no, it's Confession. Uh, yes, it's Confession. Oh. But is it? I'm gonna pause it for a second. Ask Riley a question. I figured it out. Okay. But then I started singing it, and it took me like another five minutes to press record because I was like singing the song that I was. Okay. Okay. It wasn't even the song that we were on. Oh it it was a different song. But one of my favorite lines is in a different song, and I was like, wait, is it in this song? It wasn't. Um, okay, so the next. Which ne- we'll get to. Which we'll get to very soon. The next morning, the students gather for Confession, which is a song, Confession. We're doing time of confession. It's the poor man's therapy session. We have no need for forgiveness because our shit's none of his business. Hell no. And they just go through a bunch of confessions. And then at the end, or towards the middle to the end, Peter and Matt are confessing. And they're both asking about if they should report something. Father, can the church be wrong? Can a sin be right? If something that you feel something that you saw goes, goes against, against the law, law what do you do? What, what do, do I, I follow? And then the and then the priest says, "Well, the church is clear. Just shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut shut, shut up, spits, shut, shut up." up. <laughs> Literally, the priest in the show. Shut, shut up. up. <laughs> that, that's that's oh, his entire character. That's his entire character. Uh, we, we want one. We'll of get our, to that later. We but want one. I want. Okay, I don't know if Riley does, but I want one of our teachers to play. Oh, no, this I role. do. I do. His I name know exactly is, who you're talking yeah, about. His name is Jay. And I want Jay to play this role. I want Jay to play that role so bad. I think he should be really good at it. Ramonti, if you're listening, that's my dream cast. <laughs> Ramonti already knows. We told him this. I feel like we have, yeah. We definitely have. <laughs> um, okay. Peter and Matt nearly spill their respective secrets to the priest. Matt about they, seeing they, the kiss. They might spill. Spill. They might <laughs> <laughs> uh, mad about seeing the kiss and Peter about being gay. At rehearsal, Sister Chantal realizes she has her work cut out for her. Nadia jokes about Ivy's promiscuity, making the latter to consider making the latter to consider the impression she has on the other students. So Ivy starts to think about the impression she has on other students, and Ivy's really good with her hands, yeah. <laughs> which is a joke Nadia makes. That's that's the joke she makes about her prom- promiscuity. Because Nadia or Ivy draws, Ivy draws some the, artwork for, for the, the for like the the, the programs, program. and uh, Nadia literally jokes, "Bathroom walls don't lie. She is good with her hands." But then that leads Ivy to go and paint and get out her like sadness and frustration and sing the song "Portrait, Portrait of a Girl. Girl," which is the first song that we actually hear from Ivy. Which is, yeah, other than when she sings in other pieces, this is Ivy's first like solo song. Yeah, and it's very sad. Yes. Ivy is very sad. Ivy is so sad. But she's so... Oh, it's such a good song. Yes. And, and then Matt comes in and watches her paint and then kind of sings underneath it. But she... she, I've never been clear if she ignores him or she's, if she's just not aware that he's there. I think he creeps around her... To, not creeps around her, but like... I think do, he's around her he's enough. around her enough to where she doesn't always notice. notice yeah. And so like... Because he's, he's in deaf the, in love with her. We've already covered yes. that. He's in love with her. Um, but in, like, these moments of, like, solitude, I feel like she just kind of doesn't realize it because he's always kind of around her. And, I feel and it's like kind of, like, in, her other shadow. And I feel like she's in a in a classroom and he's just standing in the doorway. Yeah. And so like, she's not, and it's not where she's putting her attention, so it wouldn't automatically yeah. register on her. 
like radar. Yeah, and also she's because, focusing. Yeah, and also like she's she's paint, he doesn't come in till like he comes in at like, like the middle of the second verse. Yeah, and like his first things. and his first line is "Don't, Don't mind me, me, I'm just watching." Looks she looks just, just like you. So honestly, it could be like her back is turned. And, yeah. she, and he can see, like, the canvas. Yeah. So I she might even... I don't know what to say. Uh, anyway, I, it's, it's, it's a really it's, it's, it's a really a, pretty song, and it shows that Matt really cares for her because he's yes. the only one that came after her yeah. when she got upset. But I don't think Ivy, like, stormed off either. I think it was more like, a, oh, okay. A, and, then, and then he realized enough to know she was upset. But... Uh, okay. Uh, Matt. So Matt's little get-together for Ivy's party, be- or for Ivy's birthday, becomes a huge party thanks to Nadia's hand in the planning. And this is a song, Birthday, birthday Bitch. bitch. Uh, I love Birthday Bitch. I think it's so fun. It's so funny. It's, it's, it's so fun. It's, 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 it's very operetta in which it's dialogue but sung, so it's back yeah. and forth between a lot of characters, and it's not like crazy runs or anything, but it's like, that this really takes you back. I could never find yours, Zach. Like, Excuse me, what the hell is that? It's, it's a, a pinata, Matt. Put it there instead. Wouldn't want to hit your head. I wrote a song for us to sing. Yeah, like, that's why I would be really okay with being ensemble in the show because of, like, songs like Confession, Birthday Bitch. Um, yeah, the ensemble have huge roles in the show. It's so fun. Yeah. It is so fun to just be in the... Because you get you get actually to do a lot more than, like, in some other shows than, where than, than a classic background. musicals ensemble. Yeah. yeah. You, you're really in the story. It's just not about you. Yeah. Uh... Nadia writes a song for Ivy's birthday. It goes, Happy birthday, Ivy. You are the special birthday bitch. We got you some Vagisil to help clear up that nasty itch. That's lovely, Nadia. She's gonna love that. <laughs> Tell us that. She's gonna die. We should be so lucky. Be nice. Why? <laughs> and then Rachel just, Rachel and I just, we're all the, car, we're all the parts. Uh, so then Ivy comes in and it's, one, two, three, four. Happy birthday, Ivy. You're the ugliest of all. You are the worst and most perverse. Two Rome Cecilia's hallowed halls. Your mother was a hooker and your father was a dick. He toasts her in the toaster and he... He read it on my tiny and his ass was off my big. Happy birthday, bitch. Happy birthday, bitch. Happy birthday, Ivy. Bitch, 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 bitch. And Nadia has an ending mean part there, but it's, it's a... It's a it's, it's improv Yeah. Take that little Nadia bitch and you it. fuck her in the ass. That is I. That is Nadia's improv. I didn't realize that was Nadia. I thought it was someone else being gay. And that's why she goes, sorry. I thought it was someone else being gay. Not gonna no, lie. No. It's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's a Nadia taking out her anger. Whatever. Ivy is fucking wasted. Oh, Ivy's, Ivy's crossed. Yep. Ivy, no, Ivy's wasted. She's drunk and she's high. Uh, and they're, and yeah, they're like, crossed. what happened? She crossfaded. Okay, yeah, but you don't say it's crossed. I thought it was. I'm an idiot. Don't mind me. Okay, so, uh, regardless, and they're like, and they're like, what the fuck happened to her? And her friend's like, you told me to keep her busy. Like, fuck. So Peter accidentally eats pot brownies and begins flirting with Jason. A very drunk Ivy does the same, and Jason chooses her over Peter to save face, making Peter storm off. Matt also leaves when Ivy ignores his advances. Ivy asks Jason to kiss her as a birthday gift, and he reluctantly agrees. This is the song One Kiss, where Ivy is like trying to speak French at him. Uh, what's the rest? Avec moi, I think it goes. It could, it could. I spent the whole party wishing for us to be alone. God. Uh, it's it, like, this show's so good. And you kind of, I, I, if you're me, you hate Ivy for a long time. 
because also Ivy's not the nicest to Nadia, but Nadia's not nice to Ivy either. Yeah. I'm just Nadia, so I refuse to see it from Ivy's point of view. <laughs> um, okay. So, Jason kisses Ivy. Matt and Peter are sitting outside, so Matt leaves the party to sit alone with a bottle of wine, expressing his frustration while Peter is nearby doing the same. They drink together and comfort each other in the song, Are, are You, you there? there? Which is one of which my is favorite songs Such like show. We're not religious people, really, no, we aren't. but it's talking generally to, uh, to God. Yeah. Are, are you there? Are, are you there? there? Do you hush me while I cry? And if it's in your power, how, how can, can you sit idly by? And they're just talking about the respective situations where it's like, uh, one I, day God and moon, he'll see that all he needs is me. That's like Peter and then she, and then Jason. Matt's like, I'll like, drink to that. I'll drink to that. Is it my fate to sit and wait? Wonder what my struggle means. Or B means. I don't know what the words are. I've never looked it up. Uh, I haven't looked it up, but I thought I knew the words. We're finding out that Riley doesn't know all the words that she thought she did. I don't know if I know all the words either. We're, just, we're finding whatever. out that we don't know all the words we thought we did. Like, we know this entire musical minus, like, five words in each song. Yeah. Okay. Honestly. So, a drunk and high Peter then whispers to Matt the true nature of his relationship with Jason. Peter outs himself to Matt. Bad. 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 Bad time. Bad time. Especially to Matt. Especially to Matt. With his antagonist... With an antagonist motif from the beginning! With all this unprecedented rage against Jason already. Already. And, and, like... So, so not only does Jason have the girl that he's in love with around his finger, he he doesn't even want it. He's, like, the head of all the sports teams. He's the lead of the show. Which, honestly, I would think Matt only tried out for the musical, tried out, auditioned for the musical, auditioned for, for, the, for Romeo and Juliet, because he thought he was going to get Romeo so he could be with Ivy, because that's the place that Jason's never gone, Jason's never done theater. And yeah. then Jason shows, shows up! up. Ugh, ugh, the thorn in your side, like, literally put in your path just to destroy you. So, um, Matt heads to bed, and Peter has Matt a vision. Goes, Matt, Matt literally goes, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> and Matt leaves. Really says, I gotta think. Yeah, so Peter then has a vision of Sister Chantel like Virgin Mary with angels. The Virgin Mary tells him he needs to come out to his mother in the song 911 Emergency, and he thinks she is Diana Ross at first. And literally, he goes, holy shit, fuck me, Matt, it's Diana Ross. Uh, it sure enough ain't, baby, but now I know I got the right person. <laughs> Hail Mary, full of grace, stop, stop, stop. You know, it's been 2,000 years, and they're still singing that same exact prayer. Um, so, 911 Emergency is pretty cool because also two of the chorus girls are her ensemble backup singers. Yeah. Why the wise men didn't bring me nothing. Keep it up. Keep it up. And I'm about to know two ladies who have been touched by an angel. 911 Emergency! Romeo and Tybalt's fight scene becomes real as Matt oh, yeah. abandons the script, tackles Jason, and calls him the, the F-slur. And it's highlighted in blue in the Wikipedia article. And I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. He literally kicks, he and Jason start kicking the shit out of each other yeah, while fighting. Ivy and Nadia are trying to run another scene. And while uh, Matt's... A villain motif plays underneath Yeah, it. Matt's villain motif is underneath all of it, and it's just building the tensions, building, building, until they literally come to blows and everything stops when he says the F-slur. It obviously is like he just spit on him and goes, with, with the word. 
And then Sister Chantel's like, what the fuck? This isn't yeah, public school. This isn't public school? Get out of here. Get out of here. Everyone out. What was that all about? What was that all about? Uh, <laughs> God damn it. But no, and <laughs> while that back? while that's happening, J- uh, Ivy and Nadia are running uh, the shame come to Romeo scene where uh, the nurse tells uh, uh, Juliet that uh, uh, Romeo killed Tybalt. Yes. Who's Juliet's cousin, if you don't know Romeo and Juliet. Shame come to Romeo, blah, 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 blah. It was not him that has shamed these hands, whatever. And then Ivy, <laughs> Nadia slaps her, and she goes, I just really I think, think there's a slap there. there. Because at the beginning of the song, Sister Nadia goes, and Ivy, and, and Nadia, to answer your question, no, at no point does the nurse slap Juliet. And she does it anyway. I love, I love this fucking show. Um, so they are separated by an angry Sister Chantel, Reputation Stained, uh, which is, Reputation Stained is the song that plays there. Peter tells Jason about his vision and asks him to come home with him for spring break so he can come out. Jason panics, afraid of what his father might do if he ever found out, and breaks up with Peter. Oh, good plan. So, uh, what happens next? My mom, your mom tells my mom, who inevitably tells my dad, who then drives me to the conference of father and tells him I have to take a leave of absence from Notre Dame to figure out my sexual problems. Yeah, all right. Cool. When do we go? Or maybe he'll just beat the shit out of me instead. Oh, I forgot that part. Or maybe he'll just beat the living shit out of me. I blocked that part out. Wonder why. Wonder why. Uh, I said maybe. You're gonna be the one that saves me. Neither one of us play guitar. And after all. I can fill out my untuned ukulele. We're literally strumming like Lindsay Lohan does in Freaky Friday when she's still, when Jamie Lee Curtis is still on her body and she's on stage. You're it. You're the ultimate. No. It's not the, it's not the, that's the one that plays at the end. This one's the round and round. Here we go again. Same old story. Same old and turn my head. I turn back again. Same old stuff. Never ends. Okay. Rachel, maybe we should be talking about Freaky Friday instead with Lizzie Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis? No, we're still talking about Bear. It's been an hour. We're still talking about Bear. We're at the end of Act 1. This is going to be a long episode. I don't give a shit about your feelings. <laughs> We did a, did a full one eighty crazy. Okay, so this is the song Ever After, which, which, is, which is the part I was thinking about earlier, because it starts with, like, Peter asking, like, where's my Prince Charming? Like, what happened to us? Blah, blah, blah. And then Jason, like, explodes. The bridge is Jason exploding. And the bridge is my favorite part. Who are you to go and blame this all on me? You're the one who went ahead and changed the rules. What? So you found your way and now it's all okay. Is it really that simple? You're such a fool. It's time to wake up, Peter. Put away the fairy tales. Midnight, the clock is striking midnight. Can't you hear? Not all stories have happy endings. We can't keep pretending that there's no such thing as heroes who are queer. That is my favorite line in this fucking show. Because it's one of the ones that hurts the most. Oh. I guess, I'd say it's my favorite, one of my favorite ones in Act 1. Yes. Because another big plot point is my favorite part of Act 2. Yeah. And you'll, 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 you, everyone will see why, because it's, it's the same vibe of this one. Yes, it's, it's a lot of, there's a lot of confrontation in this. There in is this. a lot of confrontation, and a, a lot of it between Peter and Jason, we'll pretend like Riley didn't pause the podcast for a hot second, because she's a nerd. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Ever After such a good song, because it's Peter really going like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you breaking it? What the hell? We're meant to be. We've been in love for years. And then Jason going, 
bitch. Bitch. You're trying to ruin both our lives right now. And Peter going, it's not going to ruin it, it's regress it. And Jason's like, we're living in 2000 in a Catholic boarding school. Are you fucking shitting me? Are you in- are Our you- parents definitely would be people who voted for Trump. Chill. Daddy, chill. No. <laughs> Jason would not be calling Peter daddy. <laughs> no, Peter would be calling Jason daddy. <laughs> Get it correct, dumbass. <laughs> okay, so later, Nadia sings a sardonic song she wrote about spring. Which spring can lick me? It's on her cello, and Ivy's like, "Are you almost done with this great song?" <laughs> and then she continues the song. And she continues in spite the song. of Ivy. Yep. Peter leaves for spring break without a word to Jason, and Ivy shows up at Jason's dorm room to apologize for her actions on her birthday. Jason tells her it was cute, so Ivy goes in for more. Peter and Matt pine for each of their loves. Nadia wishes to be noticed, and while Jason sleeps with Ivy. Hoping it is the right thing to do. The end of Act 1, song called One. God, it is so good. It is all their parts, like, overlapping, yes. and it ends with this beautiful, like, they all come together. One forever, one I promise, one to I love today. And then, you can help me find my way. And then it plays out. But it's, ugh. Oh, God. If we haven't convinced you to listen to Bear yet, you're not going to, but you need to. You need to. It is so pretty. good. The, and we're, and and we're skipping so over big parts of how beautiful this music is. Yes. We could talk about this for hours, to be completely honest. And I and we have. Separately. And we're, we're almost going to, probably, because it's already been an hour and we're only at the end of Act 1. And there's just so much in Act 2. There's just so much in Act 2. And there's big plot points in Act 2. So, yeah. So, Nadia's sad. Peter's sad. Jason's sad. And trying to fill the void with being straight. He's trying to make himself... It's, it's that, he's like, to, he's, he's trying, trying to, to, he's trying to figure conform. out if, yeah, he's trying to conform, so he sleeps with Ivy, the school slut, who, by the way, is in love with Jason. That is the next way that Matt is in Jason's shadow. Honestly, I ship Matt and Nadia. I do, too. Two people, not because I have this ethereal love for Matt or anything, but it's because it makes sense from where they are positioned in life. Yes. In Jason's shadow. But to be completely honest, the only the only way that Matt would date Nadia is to get back at Jason in some way. Yes, because Matt's, Matt's a bad person. A bad person. Although I do love Matt, Matt is a bad person. Matt's a bad person. And I un- and I understand that. So 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 let's go with Act Two. Act Ooh. Two. It's a wedding, y'all. So clap your hands. We start off the we start off the act with a wedding. wedding. The second act open the second act opens in the school chapel, which is decorated elaborately for Peter and Jason's wedding. The song "Wedding Bells." Wedding bells, wedding bells, joys are ringing. The ceremony turns instead into Jason and Ivy's wedding, as this is really Peter's nightmare. Later, class ranks are posted, and Jason has achieved the valedictorian spot once again, besting Matt. Matt is salutatorian to Jason's valedictorian. That is the third and breaking final breaking point for Matt, basically. Basically. So that is the uh, three times in three months, not even three times in three weeks, that Jason has gotten something Matt wanted. Can you fucking imagine? I've never had someone but that Matt consistent. Doesn't kn- Matt doesn't know about Ivy and Jason yet. Matt does not know about Ivy and Jason yet. That is so correct. Technically, this that is, is correct. Because they come back is... from spring break when the valedictorian thing yes. is posted. And they slept together before they left for spring break. Um, yeah, but but Jesus Christ, can you fuck? Uh, I've never had someone con- that consistently take everything I wanted from me. 
Like, I've never had someone consistently step in my spotlight like that. Um, also, yeah, uh, we haven't talked about Peter's mom almost at all in this synopsis yet, which is weird because he calls her yeah. at least twice before this. He does, he calls her right after auditions. He calls her... He calls her, or she's in the dream. She's in the dream. Asking Peter when he's going to get married next. Um, yeah, no, he calls her after auditions, and she's super happy and excited for him. And even though, and even though we glossed, we, and we glossed over the fact that he should call his mom and come out during nine one one emergency. Yeah, so we, they we, tell him to do we, that, and he hasn't yet. Yeah, he's, he's considered it. He went home. He wanted to do it during spring break, which obviously he didn't. Um, so he wanted to do it in person. A joke is made about Lucas not being ranked last because of the death of Megan Lloyd. It is unclear whether this is in relation a relation to Matt Lloyd. Is Matt's last name Lloyd? Who's Matt Lloyd? Matt. Is Matt's I, last name Lloyd? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, because in, in, when the valedictorian lists are posted, Lucas goes, yes, not last. And his girlfriend goes, it's only because Megan, Megan Lloyd died, Lucas. Like she died in a car crash or something. And then it's and then the note on this Wikipedia says it is unclear whether or not this is in relation to Matt Lloyd. Let's Google Matt Lloyd and see if it's like a person. Um, if not, maybe Matt's last name is Lloyd. Maybe. Oh, it's Matt Lloyd. Let's see. Who is Matt Lloyd? That's twenty twenty. Maybe type Bear. Yeah. Well, now I'm going to do that, Riley. Okay, Thanks. Well. I just want to see if he's like a real person. Matt's last name is Lloyd. Oh. Yeah, okay, cool. Cool, great. Love that. Love that. Love that knowledge we just found out right now. Alright. Alright, everyone should take a shot because I had to Google it. Yay. Take two shots, I had to Google two things. Yeah. Um, okay. So here we go. Ivy tells Jason that he is her first true love, even though she has been with other boys before. This is the song, Touch My Soul. Touch My Soul hurts. Touch My Soul is so good because it is... It has the same kind of vibe as Portrait of a Girl, but just a little happier. Yeah. It has hope in it. It does have hope in it. And it's so nice until the end of the song where Ivy, where Ivy goes, I know it's love, you touch my soul. Please let me touch your soul. And then he's like, I think you're such a special girl. I really that. mean that. Um, and I know in a perfect world that I would love you. But what we have, it wasn't real. It's me, I promise. It's not about you. And she goes, what do you mean? I hate I hate that what. What do you mean? It's yeah. like five notes or four words. It, 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 fucks, it fucks me up. She could just go, what do you mean? And he goes, I'm sorry. And she's like, wait, no, I'm sorry if I came off too strong. And he's like, maybe someday. I wish to God I, I felt, felt that way. way. You have touched my soul, but uh, we'll, never know. we'll never know. But now it's time to go. It's because he realized he's in love with. Because he realized, well, because I, I think after he slept with her, he realized that it well, yeah, wasn't going to be a thing. But, but then even when she, then, when she's describing how she's in love with him, yeah, and the well, same I, feelings he feels for for, for Peter. Peter. I, okay, because I, I thought you were going to say I think he realized that he was in love with her. I'm like, oh, I know he he realized that definitely after they slept together. Oh, no. uh, he realized that he's probably not. Yeah, he, I mean, he realized 
I don't want to be like he's straight up gay because Jason could be anything. Tbh, but he realized that it's, it's not, not Ivy. Ivy. If anything, it's not Ivy. If anything, it's not uh, Ivy. But yeah, he probably definitely realized that it was what she's describing is how he feels for Peter. For Peter, and then he realizes and I, I messed up because very she, bad. She says things like, "And I missed you before you left. You are tomorrow." Anyway, so I, I it's it's so it's sad, so and, sad. I, you can, and it goes, and then it brings back the motif of uh, of uh, of a song we haven't heard yet, at the end, which we then hear later in another song before Matt's antagonist part. Are you just realizing that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rachel, Ow. the 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 musical like it's it's like the musical. It has so many Easter eggs in the, the music by itself. Yeah. When when you study music theater, they tell you that like the um, the underscoring and the actual musicians parts can give you so many clues into what your character is thinking just off off what you think about while you're hearing it. But in a show like this, it is written to give you it. it they're um they're it's foreshadowing. Yes, they give you musical foreshadowing. So the fact that Matt's song Matt's motif has always been so angry plays out been going real out hard. Years and it no and it, and it's foreshadowing to how things end. Yes. And this this little musical blip right here foreshadows another song, which foreshadows the last part, which which which, which, which is right before Matt's foreshadowing, which yeah, which foreshadows the of climax the, of the of the, of the entire, entire musical. musical, which is one of my favorite songs. It's such a good. It's such song. a good song. Promise is oh, such a God. good. Oh God! And we'll song. get to it. We'll get yes. to promise, okay. and we can gush about promise then. Okay. We're continuing okay. Okay. On. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Jason realizing what Ivy's talking about is the way he feels about Peter. Oh. Oh. Breaks up with her. I mean, they weren't dating. They weren't dating. <laughs> leaving. <laughs> you and I at once. They weren't dating. <laughs> they slept together. Just because you sleep together once doesn't mean you're dating. Ugh. God, we should know. I should you know. should know. I should know. Uh, leaving Ivy devastated. Yeah. It. Yeah, it really does hurt because it's it, it, it's the first time you hear that sad trinkle of what's to come for Ivy. And even though her shit's already sad, it's more melancholy than sad before this. It gets... Wait, it's not the... It's not. It's not the portrait of a girl one. It's. It's. Pause. Okay. 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 <laughs> just explains it to Riley, and Riley goes, "Fuck." Um. <laughs> okay. Peter calls his mother Claire. Claire is the only show, only role in the show I don't want to play. <laughs> I don't want to play Claire. Not. Not for any reason other than the fact that I am twenty three years old. I don't want to play a mom. I don't want to play moms right now. I don't want to play Claire. Romanti, this is your one and only warning. I don't want to play Claire. I don't want to play Claire. Her song's really good. Her, the song yes. she sings solo is very good, and it's probably the hardest song in the show. Yes. Um, but it's because she's a fucking adult. I'm not. Peter calls his mother Claire to come out to, but she evades the point in the song called See Me. She literally cuts him off. She, she, she dances around everything. She, he goes, Mom, I'm Berkeley. Let their wait list. When they called, I almost died. Would you really go to Berkeley? I didn't know that you'd applied. Where did Notre Dame go? So obviously, when Peter and Jason broke up, Peter applied to other schools. He didn't want to go to Notre Dame with Jason. Yeah. You know, he's changing his entire life because he's like, ooh. Also, I would like to say, I don't know if it's listed in here, but Claire, uh, Peter's parents are divorced. Yes. Yeah. They are divorced. They are divorced because uh, when he calls, when Peter calls Claire at the end of auditions to be like, yeah. Mom, Mom, we both got cast. We're in the show. Best friends playing. Best friends. How fitting. I knew that you would want to know. She says, oh, your dad will be there. I'll make sure of it. 
uh, it came to me like the other night or something where I was like, God, she's already stigmatized in the church for having this divorce and now yeah. she's going to have a gay son. Christ. Christ. That, 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 like that's hard. That's hard for someone who's very religious who was raised against both of those things. And I'm not saying you should be raised against either of those things because divorce and yeah. homosexuality are natural things. But I am saying like, God, how God. difficult. Yeah, especially when it's ingrained in you. Yeah, 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 from yeah. From the start. And, like and it's things out of your control, too. Yeah. It's not like... It's you, not, it's not, not like, like you have any control of the situation. Yeah, you it's can't, not like you, you were like, yes, it. I want this divorce, so and now I'm a gay, too. Yeah. You're getting secondhand shame. Yeah. Or you're getting firsthand shame, but for things for that were completely actions. out of your control. Yeah. Uh, so Claire hangs up, shaken and knowing what Peter wanted to say. She's known. She's known. Peter literally goes, I've been wanting to tell you this since I was 12. And she knows. She knows. She's, she she, she knows. literally says that she knows. Or she says that she suspected. Eventually, her love for him is stronger than her religion, and she introspectively accepts him. And this is her song called Warning. And the reason it's so hard is because most of the girls sing in, like, the same kind of cute little range, whereas Claire goes up to, like, a C or a D. And it's just a fast Where was the warning? Don't they know this was coming? Now what do I do with this news I find numbing? Yeah. And she goes up to that. And where was this warning? Don't tell anyone. Na, 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 na. I just want my son. So she like octave jumps within like a measure. Yeah. That's yeah, nuts. It's crazy. It's hard. Uh... Yeah, but it's, it's her being sad, but then her being like, no, but I love my son. She doesn't say that, but she goes, she, she knows. And what if I like the song I heard before, the song they played when my son was born? Whatever. Two weeks before the show. So we timed up a little here, because assumedly, when you look at the timeline, the show opens like the week before graduation. Yeah. Which would be in early June, late May. Yeah. So, and they just got a spring break, which is March. Yeah, we do time jump here. So we time jump quite a few months, three or four, two, two, two to three months. So two weeks before the show, so now we're in late May, assumedly, Ivy misses rehearsals again, claiming to be sick. Sister Chantel asks Ivy's un inept understudy, Diane, to play Juliet. Uh, Diane, Diane Lee. Lee. Diane Lee, does your dad have a cab recorder? Yes, sister. Lady Montague, Diane Lee. Diane Lee doesn't know her lines. Uh, that's, not, that's just me paraphrasing. As Diane stumbles and forgets her lines, Peter takes over, and for a moment, all is well as Peter dances with Jason. It's the Pilgrim's Hands part of uh, Romeo and Juliet, for anyone who knows Romeo and Juliet, when Romeo and Juliet first meet in the, the two, in the ballroom, and they see each other across, the, and they dance with hands touching, uh, like, two, like two pilgrims. Praying. Yeah, two pilgrims praying. Uh, it's called Pilgrim's Hands. It's like a kiss. It's like a kiss. It's like a kiss. And my favorite part is, uh, is in, my, one of my favorite parts of this, like, little section right here comes in the next song. Um, but, and so they do that, and they finish the whole scene until Ivy appears at last minute. Uh, Ivy. Sister Chantel cancels rehearsal, and, and Peter leaves. Ivy pulls Ivy. Great for you. Glad that you finally joined us. Uh, but we're done. Ivy pulls Jason aside and tells him that she has something she needs to tell him, and he agrees to talk to her before the student-led rehearsals later that evening. After the other students leave, Peter returns to pick up his things. <laughs> Peter just yoinked out and was like, I forgot Peter this. Peter was like, nope. Peter literally, the, my, the fair part I'm talking about right here is, uh, I forgot this, but you remembered all of Juliet's lines. 
Boom, roasted. Boom, roasted by Sister Chantel. Uh, and Sister Chantel tells Peter that she knows what is bothering him and that he is just as God wants him to be in the song, God Don't Make No Trash. Which is such a good song. Which is such a good song, but it also has the most problematic line in this whole musical. Yep. Inside the soul, uh, or there, because there is a black woman inside the soul of every gay man. That is hyper-problematic. Yes. And I get it, it was the 2000s, and uh, both black humans and gay people have struggled for rights. Black humans far more, so we're not equating that whatsoever. But she does, she is saying she relates to the struggle as a black woman in the church, being a nun. And, uh, like... It's it's a very it's a very nice song because it's also a happy song. It's yes. not a it's not a sappy you will be found type of like your love for who you are. It is a joyous like celebration celebration song. of who he is. Yeah, and that's... when God sits on His mighty throne and says, "What shall I make today?" He don't take a drawing board, makes no mistakes. The man don't play. He simply opens up his heart. Out comes a tumbling works of art, and God don't make no trash. Sister Chantel also sings the hardest songs in the musical. Yes. But I don't really know what... Uh-huh, baby, shut up. God, God don't make the identity or everyone would look like me. People need to stop and think it ain't a rainbow without the pink. And I know, and I know, like, especially in the show, they don't say the word gay except for that one line. Mm-hmm. There's only one mention of the word gay in this show, at least in the recorded version because we haven't read the script. Yes. And but it is... There's a black woman inside the soul of every gay man. Yes. Um, I think the only mention, other, like, mention of... The word gay would be queer when Jason says it. Yeah. In uh, Ever After. Yes. Because there's no such thing as heroes who, who are queer. Because and Peter gets cut off from, cut, from coming gay. out. And whenever they talk about coming out to their parents, it's always, I have to tell them. Yeah. They never say, what? Yeah. And even later, when there's another confession scene, it's never said, what? What? Yeah. It's alluded to, but never spoken. Yes. Which is also... A line in this show somewhere. Always whispered in the dark, never spoken. That's so It's the song after Jason. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know where it vaguely should be. Yes, I know where it vaguely should be. I can't hear be, it in my head right now, I can't now, hear it. Um, okay. So, God, oh, let me no, 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 it's during the confession. Okay, cool. Always spoken, never heard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I so, found it. I found it. I found it. Nadia returns to her dormitory and argues with Ivy about missing rehearsals. She assumes it was because Jason broke up with her, but Ivy reveals that she is pregnant with his child. And this is the sad Ivy song that we have been alluding to. It's called All Grown Up. And it's this beautiful beginning part. So in the beginning of the song, you hear Nadia coming after her like, we know everything's not about you. I'm just going to play it. I'm just going to play it. I'm just going to play it. Hi. If you say so. so. Can't believe you miss rehearsal again. You know, it isn't all about you. It affects the rest of us what you do. Look, what is wrong with you? Nothing. What, my brother brother break your heart? heart? Huh? Because it sure broke mine when I found out he was was seeing you. Poor little Ivy. Stuck stuck wanting the one thing she can't have. You think you know me? Yeah, well, you know what? I am so, so sick and tired of the world, world handed to you on a platter because you're pretty. 
would trade places with you in a heartbeat. This is the motif right here. Bum, 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 bum. So that bum, 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 bum is what plays at the end of um of uh touch my soul. Touch my soul after Jason like breaks up. It's very light, it's very airy, it's very light and it's sad. It has a sadness to it. It's like a what it what it says to me is young funeral. That makes sense? Yes, like someone died tragically young. Yeah, corpse bride. Yes, it's, that's just what that says to me. It's that it's that kind of sadness because yeah. there was a hopeful youth to it, but it's yeah, but it's now it's gone. obviously not a happy. Yeah. Okay. 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 So she sings that, and it's dream a dream and crash and er, dream a dream and dash another life is there to interrupt. Someone out there, call my mother. Look at me, God, I'm all grown up. Or look at me, mom, I'm all grown up. And it's all about her being pregnant, and her mom was pregnant young too. Yeah. And this is where I finally start, like, sympathizing with Ivy. <laughs> Just because she's, like, problems. Uh, but, like, yeah, whatever. So Ivy finds Jason practicing, practicing his valedictory address in the auditorium. And this is where Promise starts. This is pro. Okay, this so. This is Promise. And it's, it's, it's going to tell you, this little blurb of Wikipedia is going to tell us everything about Promise before it says that it's a song Promise. But, but I want you to promise. pause this musical right now. And listen to Promise before we tell you any more. Yes, because... So pause, pause, pause. Five minutes later. Okay, so... Ugh, I promise, adore Promise. Starts with Jason trying to figure out his valedictory speech and how to begin it. Um, arguably, I would say starting, spe- starting and ending speeches are probably the hardest things. Like, same with papers, intros, and... Um, Conclusions. conclusions are the hardest part of papers for me just because you're setting everything up and then you're wrapping everything up whereas you're not explaining everything again which is hard for me because I love to speak obviously I have a podcast with my sister um but so he starts with the word promise promise Webster suffice promise as a declaration that something will or will not be done oh, for context this is right before the student the student-led rehearsal the re- yeah we rehearsal. talked about that we did okay yes. I just wanted to make sure um so he's trying to write it he's there early to get time by himself probably in an auditorium you know same yeah, kind so of that... space uh and Ivy comes in and is like what up and he's and he's like I don't have any time to deal with ever tale you've spun and she, uh, her, her line here, you know what I'm saying, I would never make this up, you're a winner, patch the perfect batch. Way to go, you got me pregnant, put that in your fucking speech. Ugh, Ugh. you wanted Ugh. real, but God, you'll give them that. And he goes, oh shit. Why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this to me? Shit. shit. And then, and then she comes in, but we're in this together. And it slows down, and she's obviously like, trying to re- recon reconcile it a little, a little we'll take it one step at a time somehow we'll get through and jason i still love you and underneath and this latter part is the all grown-up motif yes but and also, she under- she whispers the word please yes and it drops to a little silence before 
Matt comes in. Not oh, Matt's no, motif. Matt, no, no, no. Matt's already in. Matt's, Matt's probably already in the room. Matt's definitely been in the room in hearing the all this. He's okay. Yeah. Matt's definitely been in the room. Yes. Because he had to have heard all this to get so angry. Angry. Because, because he's coming in for the student-led rehearsal. He's not Romeo. He's not the valedictorian. And, and now he's, he's the, hearing this. Now he's, he's not, not the love interest. He is not Ivy's. He's not Ivy's boyfriend. And someone else got. And the person who's been taking all his shit got her pregnant and doesn't want her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking Christ. And Matt has been in the background for so many of these songs. And he knows so much. And he knows so much. To the point where he decides to act. There's silence. The the deciding to act is in the silence. And it is so good. Ah, I love this show. There's dead silence underneath for like a hot second. And then Matt goes... (sighs) (laughs) We're so excited. Maybe he would love you. Maybe if he weren't that way, he wouldn't treat your feelings like his toy. Bum bum. That's where his and it's uh, angry after, after, motif. And because for those, it's a little silence, and there's like a guitar strum or two in there. And then he wouldn't treat your feelings like his toy. His angry ass motif comes in because he's pe- because he's, he's puzzling he's, everything. He's he's seeing everything together, and he's like, "Are you fucking shitting me?" Yeah. It's that moment. Where you cannot hold back anymore. Yeah, everything is coming everything, out. Everything. Well, and everything has fallen apart, but Matt sees it all. Matt has all the pieces. Yes, Matt is the no only one. Else, one. No one the else in the game one. has all the pieces. Except for except Matt. Except for Matt. Matt and the viewer. Yeah. And so... Ah! Dramatic irony. And so how Matt... Ah. And so how Matt chooses to do, uh, chooses to play those pieces yeah. is what makes him a villain. Not the fact that he has them all. It's how, what he chooses. It's what he chooses to do, to do with, with them. them. And that's why, and that's why. Whenever I'm like, "Oh, I love Matt," people are he's like, such a "You should." Good antagonist, because he's such a good antagonist. Because he's the only one that has seen everything. He bides and his time. He, he he waits for it. Wait he for it. Wait it. for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. I am the one thing in life I can control. And, and that's, that's also what makes Burr a great villain too. Yes. Is that he has it's, all the pieces. He has all the pieces. And that's you know, why he kind he kind of does. He doesn't but, get to be in the room, but he sees everything happening and he has yes. no control over it. And hear me out. If you like hunting for Easter eggs in Hamilton, you'll love this musical because there are so yeah, many Easter eggs to so find, many. and there's so many there's so many parts that work together in perfect harmony yeah. that you could not break the script apart. Yep, because because everything rela- relies on everything. Yep. you cannot have this. You cannot take one element out of the script, and it would still make sense. Yeah, no, you have to have you have, you have to have, have drug dealer Lucas. You have, have to, to have, have everything. You have to have Diane Lee fuck up. You have to have you have to have everything. You have, you have to, to have, have Matt. You have to have Nadia. Ivy. You have like, to have all other the, than the main characters. members. Mm-hmm. You, you have, have to have the priest who you who you all kind of haven't heard from yet, but he's in confession. Whatever. He's in the adult people songs. He's he's the representation of the church. Of the, yeah, he's he's and the so face he of the has church. To he has there. to be there. Um, okay, so Matt comes in. Uh, wouldn't treat your feelings like his toy. Uh, maybe he'd, he'd make, maybe he'd make you a spe- feel as special like I, I always wanted, wanted to. to. But he's already in love with a boy. And then Ivy goes, "What?" what? And, and then, then by this point, people are trickling people are in. To come people in are and seeing the meltdown and the absolute. absolute Fuck shit of this, Fuck shit of, of obviously this meltdown. I want to say Matt. these are like the popular circle of people. Yeah, they're seeing the implosion of it. They're seeing the three perfect. weeks, two weeks before graduation. They're seeing the glass, the glass shatter. ceiling shatter. Is that's not what the glass ceiling is? They're no, seeing it's the, not. The facade, the, the the mirage the, shatter. Yeah, they're seeing the, the perfect of it, dollhouse the mask of it. shatter because Matt got yeah, no, he got yep. tired. He got, yeah, so then Nadia comes in. Jason, have you seen Ivy? 
I guess you have. You knew? Only Simpsons afternoon knew what? Ivy's pregnant and your boyfriend's a dad. So what does that make you? She's what? And my boyfriend? What the fuck are you talking about, Matt? Don't play dumb with me, Peter. Get the fuck out of here, Matt. Should I tell them what I saw at the rave? Look, I'm not here to judge. Just keep everyone on the same page. And hey, I think I found that strong opening you were looking for in your speech. What did you saw at the rave, Matt? It was a rave. Are you going to stand there and deny it? I know. You know? You know? What the fuck do you know, Matt? He knows, Jason. He knows because I told him. We were at, uh, we were, it was we at Ivy's, Ivy's birthday. birthday we, we were drunk. drunk. I'm sorry. <sighs> we just, we, okay, so what we so did what we did was Peter comes in. Peter comes in, and it just, that just really went everything comes Peter comes down. in, yeah, okay, it's, it, uh, Peter it's, just it's, happened to it's, be uh, you, and you understand, or, uh, it's, Peter comes in with, uh, Jason, have you seen Ivy? I guess you have. You knew only since this afternoon. Knew what? Peter's the, knew what? Because he's just walking into this, he's like, just walking in happening? into this And then that's when that, like, s- turns on him. That Ivy's pregnant yeah. and your boyfriend's a dad. So what does that make you? And then and Matt, all of this is undertone with Matt's ugly, not ugly, but, but strong nars- villain nars- motif. Oh, and also, sh- ch- ah, and also when Matt says, I just want to make sure that everyone's on the, the same, same page. page. Because he's the only he's, one that's he's on giving, the page. He's giving he's everyone the, the on information the that they didn't know. The missing pieces to the missing the pieces lines. to the rest of the story. And so why, he's giving and Ivy and Nadia. He's giving Ivy and Nadia that th- that that's they're gay. gay. He's giving Peter that Ivy's pregnant. Jason knows all of this. Jason does know all. Jason of this. has all the pieces. But Jason is. Finding but Jason out has everything to lose. But so Jason Matt is giving all the pieces and taking all the power away from Jason. Yes. Jason and Matt know all the pieces together. But, but only what, one has something to but lose. But only one has something to lose, and one has something to gain. That's a, that's the thing about Don't this Don't play game. dumb with me, Peter! That's the thing about this, that's the thing about this is that Matt, Matt has Ugh. everything to gain by this. He has Ivy to gain. He yeah. could ruin Matt's... He could ruin Jason's, Jason's standing at ten, school. At he could school. get him kicked out of the school. He this could, Catholic because school gay. in the early 2000s. Like, the, 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 the deck that, was stacked differently yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah. Because 2000 was... 20, 20 years, years ago, ago, and we're still... That's and, so crazy to think yeah. about. But, but it still was... It still was. Th- you can still get kicked out of school for being gay For now. being gay. It's, it's, it's just... It's, it's less heard of, because, you know, we're, we're where we are now. But yeah. it's not unheard of. What's the third thing? Oh, and also and he... Has, he, I, he has well, Ivy he gets, Valedictorian if he gets, and Romeo. If he gets kicked out of the show, who do you think they're going to put in Romeo? Not Peter. Not Peter. Not Peter. Peter's Mercutio. He's already too much on stage. Yep. If anything... If anything, you'd Matt probably move up. Yes. Matt yeah, that uh, Matt the or easiest, I and think, then put to Lucas. Yeah, well, Lucas has been Volio. Oh, just kidding. They're not Lucas. Um, I'm sure there's another boy in there. There's another boy that they could throw up. But in there. like, but oh. who would who would own, who would have the dedication and the and the intelligence? Who would have the to tenacity? Learn the lines? Who would volunteer for it? Who would volunteer? It would for be it? Matt. It would be Matt. If Matt wasn't because it wouldn't one, be Peter. If everyone saw Matt's, if everyone if everyone didn't see Matt's downfall and and Matt, if everyone didn't see Matt being antagonist with this and he, he worked it a little quieter, he could have gotten. Everything. He would have gotten everything he wanted. He could have gotten everything. But instead, and he honestly, did. with Ivy being pregnant with Jason's child, he could have worked that until Ivy was in love with him because he would have volunteered to take care of that child. Oh, he would have definitely been there in Ivy's corner, and then she would to take care. To take he would have married her. He would have married he her straight out of high her. school because, and been the savior. And, and and honestly, he would have done it. He has this unfulfilled hero complex, and that's what makes you the villain. Yes, because you don't have your own thing to be the hero. Yep, of. yep. 
yep, 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 yep. And it's, oh, uh, oh. and this, and this climax what, is, this is so I think, good. I think that's why I like Matt, and that's why I like Burr and Hamilton. He's complicated. As well. They're complicated. It's because they're complicated and they're, and they're smart. Yes. But the thing is, Matt loses his cool. Matt loses his cool. Matt loses and that's what cool, loses him the game. And that's what loses him the game. So does Burr. Yep. Burr shoots Hamilton. Burr shoots Hamilton. Hamilton. That's and what loses then he the loses game. the game. Yep. If you, you have, if, the thing is, waiting for it, it does get you everything, but at what cost? And so that's what I feel like, that's why I feel like Matt just really, even if it had been just a little quieter, if Matt had locked the room behind him. Yeah. So they were all in the auditorium. Yeah. Okay, yeah, just, okay, so this is what the Wikipedia says about Promise. Ivy finds Jason practicing his valedictory address or address in the auditorium, says she's pregnant and she still loves him. Matt comes in and reveals to Ivy that the reason why Jason cannot love her is because he is still in love with Peter. At that point, Peter and Nadia arrive, and Peter, Jason, and Matt exchange heated words. Peter admits he told Matt and is not sorry for it. The rest of the cast, who are waiting for rehearsals to begin, heard everything as they were waiting in the auditorium. Everyone leaves, uh, leaving Peter and Jason alone. Jason begs Peter for help. Peter says he tried and leaves. Um, distraught, Jason reflects on his relationship with Peter and how everything he knows, everything his, oh, and how even through his fear, he knows that it is only time that will comfort him. My favorite part of the, uh, the end of Promise slash beginning of this next song, Once Upon a Time, which is Jason's like which sad song. sad solo. So fucking sad. Yeah. Such a good song. It's Chef's such a good kiss. song. It's, um, but you could not sing it for anything unless... Nope. Uh, you no. sing it for a showcase you and that's it. it. You, don't, you don't even sing it for a showcase because it would bring the, it's, bring the it's, atmosphere it's, it's, down It's the slit so your wrist much. song of the show. It is the slit your wrist song. Like if There's you many think, slit your wrist song in the show, yes, but that is but this that, is the one. This is the... This is the... Number one. Miss Mojo. Uh, Stop uh, that, I hate the you. The top tier of Slit Your Wrist song is this song. Of the show. Whilst you could get away with doing some of the other songs in certain circumstances, this is the only one you could probably not get Not, away it's, with. Re- it's really, really Because bad. it's so hard to bounce yeah. back a room after this. Yeah, so, um, the end of, my my favorite part of pro- End of Promise, beginning of Once Upon a Time, is Nadia in here. Yeah. She comes up, uh, after Peter leaves? Yeah. Yeah. Peter goes, I tried, and then Nadia comes up, Jason... I don't know what to tell you. Here's one yeah. idea. I'd rule out calling dad. I've thought it through and I... Which is her quiet night at home motif. Yes. I've thought it through and I confessed I can't see through this mess. Oh, that's actually... Maybe being single's not so bad. It's not even inviting him in the shadows. Into her... In, into in, her... Into the place. anonymity of her, her silence, her quiet night at home. Yeah, and it's literally the and ending bringing, of Quiet Night at Home. It's the it's, same. It's the same uh, it's bringing, note structure and verses. It's bringing Jason home. Yep. You can solve this. I know, I know you, you can. can. Don't, Don't forget, forget that. that. Take my hand. Tell me what to do or what to say. Somehow we'll get through. We'll find a way. Which is the exact same note structure and like verse as. The end it's, of Quiet it's, Night at Home. It's basically a reprise it's, of Quiet it's Night It's straight at home. up a quiet, it's, yeah. So. And he goes, okay, thanks. And she goes, yeah, um, let me know. And he's like, yeah, can you leave me alone? And she goes, uh-huh. And you can obviously hear her crying. She's like, yeah, call me. And then she leaves. And he sings Once Upon a Time. Once Upon a Time is the Slit Your song. And I always it is it because I cannot bounce I can't, back from I can't either. bounce back from Once Upon a Time. It's really hard. It's really and then hard. it doesn't get any easier because the next song is Cross. Cross is the next song. So, so let's Jason, describe Once Upon a Time. Jason, okay, it's, uh, it, it, you just need to listen Once Upon a Time, sorry. Just, 
Yeah. Soot Uris, that's it. Soot Uris, that's it. Once upon a time. It's, well, it's him describing, like, the fall. It's, it's, it's again, back to that storybook. Um, they're using kind of storybook elements. Yeah, my yeah. prince, um, ever after, once upon a time, he's yeah. describing how at the beginning it was all great and he could never have seen this downfall of his, like, life. Yeah. When he started this innocent love that he had for his best friend. They were best friends. Yeah. Yeah. So when you said don't look down and then I did and now you're gone. Like, Lord, ah. Uh. Like, you just need to listen to the Slit Your Wrist songs. Come yeah, back. you need to listen to the Slit Your Wrist song. We'll give you a because couple of minutes. Go listen to Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Five minutes later. Alrighty, you back with popcorn? and Okay. Here's where it gets worse. Here's We've where. Got, that was the social climax, but here's the real climax of the yes. show. Not here's... this song, but like <laughs> the next song. Yes. Uh, okay, I don't actually. Mm, I want to say Promise is the real climax because the rest is falling yes. action, even though there is large events that still need to happen. Yes. It promises where everything comes together enough yes. for everything to fall apart. Yes. Because this show doesn't end happily. Congratulations, guys. Congrats. I should have warned you on that, but whoops. Did a full 180. Did a full 360. Okay. Jason, having nowhere else to go, goes to the priest to ask if God still loves and can forgive him. The priest... Okay. This is my favorite part of Act 2, because it has that same kind of blow-up feeling of Jason's... Because uh, there's no such thing as heroes who are queer! Because they're pushed and pushed and pushed into exploding. Yes. So Jason has a back and forth with the priest the entire beginning of the song. Until Jason starts getting super fucking frantic, and the priest finally just yells at him and goes, no, you know in your heart that the teaching is clear, your faith in the Father has led your soul here, and just tells him, like, he needs to repent and change because being gay is a sin. Yeah. Straight up, he's going to hell. And Peter just, and Jason just, like, sits there and takes it and internalizes it. Ooh. And, like, I love Ooh. Cross for Cross the soul. Cross is so good. Cross is the reason we want our teacher, Jay, to play this role. Yes. Because it is. Because, God. Because you have to, you have to, Oh, Jesus. Because the thing about Cross is that this is how Jason, this is Jason's first interaction with the church, them knowing that they're gay. While Peter's first interaction was with Sister Chantel. So it was Peter even, was in a loving environment, was yes. in an accepting, joyous, cele celebratory environment. Yes. Whereas Peter got put into the black Jason. and white guillotine aspect of religion to where there is no in between. Yes. It is heaven or it is hell. You are a sinner. You repent. You quit your actions. Yeah, and, like, even in, like, uh, God Don't Make No Trash, there is m minimal to numb baseline. Like, there is, but there isn't, like, but there isn't, like, dark undertones. There's, yeah, it's, it's they really stayed like, away from the instruments they were using to create, like, Matt's antagonistic that antagonist feel feel. and shit like that because it's joy. It they, is they needed to sure. not only give joy, but they needed to show it musically and give that, we've been using the word motif too much, but to give that thematic element of joy yes while in cross there are little to no lighter elements it is, of it. it is all heavy. heavy and it's all dark it sits it real is, deep it is very much in your heart and soul and your chest where you just feel it's that pit of anxiety gone. and depression that you can it's it's jason's spiral into anxiety and depression yeah and into this Knowing that his world's about to just combust yeah it's that moment your heart drops before you when you fall on a roller coaster yeah, but not in a good way. Not, but not in a fun way. But not in a fun way. 
Um, um, yeah. So the yeah. priest ultimately says that Jason will only be fine if he denies his natural feelings. That song, Cross. Yep. Cross is such a good song. Yes. Um, okay, so they are, like, in tech week, by the way. Yes. If not opening, they should they're, be... They're, they're opening very, very soon, so they yes. should be in, like, tech week. So during rehearsal, this is, like, the next day, Lucas passes out the drug orders and tells Jason that they're still cool. Oh, it's but, always it's always yeah, the stoners, always the stoners, that, are stoners like, that are like you're cool, you're cool man. As long as you, like I don't know, man. I don't give a shit, man. Cool. I don't give a shit, man. We still smoking later, like. Yeah. Jason tells Peter that he talked to the priest about the relationship to show Peter that he still cared. And this is the song Two Households. Two Households is where the two households both I think like dignity. No, it's the song Two Households. No, 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 it's no, no, not no. opening yet. They still have like a day or two. Okay, I'm I'm wrong. Oh Never no, mind. this is opening then. Oh okay. Yeah, it says during rehearsal, but... But it's... Wait, I thought he... It says during rehearsal. Apparently it's not opening. Five Bucks says that they never opened the show. No, because it wasn't in front of an audience. I... Apparently not. Alrighty. I thought it was. I guess I'm wrong. Yeah, I... Okay, because we thought what happens next happened in front of an audience, but it doesn't. Alrighty. Okay. Well, I mean, it doesn't say it doesn't... It doesn't say it does, but it says... Okay, if I were to place this, if I were to direct this, and this isn't, this isn't at Ramonti, this is just how I've always seen it in my head, yes. was that this was opening night. Yes. That the night before was, or like two nights before were tech week slash talking to the priest, whatever. Yeah. And that this was opening night, which is why everything was so serious. Yes. But this is the song Two Households, uh, which is where they all start to harmonize. And it's mostly just them singing Shakespeare and then talking. Yes. Um... Okay, so Jason asks Peter to run away with him, but Peter refuses to run and thus tells him it's over. And he's had his fill of hiding and running away. Yeah, okay. Jason, thinking this means he's lost Peter for good, takes a large dose of GHB. As the school play begins, this is why we feel like it was part in front of an audience, but it wasn't. Jason pulls Peter aside again, telling him that he has always loved him since they first met. Peter tells him he loves him too, and that if they part, it's not goodbye. The lovers kiss. This is the song, Bear. Roll credits. This is the song my friends Alan and Louise sang at each other. Yep. And it is the gay love duet of our time. Until, literally, I cannot think of a better gay love duet, and this is probably just me being um, ignorant, but until Dance With You from the prom. Yeah. And even Dance With You does not choke up It doesn't like choke this. me up like this. No. And Dance With, Dance With You is a little happier, that's yes. why. Yeah. But, like, but oh, this song, it hits your there right. There is the 11 o'clock number of this show. There is the 11 o'clock number, yes. So there is a lot of pressure there. Well, Dance With You is in Act 1 of the pro? Act 2? No, Act 2. Oh, is it? It's, I thought the beginning. Wait, no, it's, it's, at, it's in Act 2. It's in Act 1, but the, the fake prom is at the end of Act 1. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. They yeah. have, like, four proms in the prom. I saw it on Broadway and I was like, why is it over? They had the prom. <laughs> <laughs> Roll credits. Roll credits. Roll credits two. Roll credits the three. Roll credits four? four? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, spoiler alert about the prom, I guess. that There's like three proms in the prom. Uh, that's why it's called the prom. The prom. The never-ending prom. Bear. Ugh. This song, it's like, I've never been so scared. I've never been so bare. Yeah, and, and it's, it's just really... Do you remember the day that I met you? Was I singing any of those words right? 
Were you trying to sing Jason's part? I have no idea. Whatever. I, I have to skip that song. I have to skip that song, too. Because it makes it, it, it hurt. Yeah. It like, if I'm just trying to casually listen to Bear, there are songs I have to skip. It's like, just, it's, it's, uh. Once Upon a Time. Once Upon a Time and Bear. And Bear. And honestly, and even the last song. Because I will, uh, I will, the last song I will sob. Me the fuck I will up. sob. I will sob, yeah. There is no, there, and there, and there's a lot of reasons for that. Which and there's a lot of, yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. Bear is so, very much that, like, reconciliation where, like, they'll talk later. It's, it's that we might not date for another year, but we're, there's, there, we'll probably end up together for the rest of our lives. But we have to have time apart first. And we yes, both and still we very much love each other. Yeah. We have to have time to recover from what we've just done to each other. Yeah. Type of thing. Okay. Type of beat. It's because... And I I, I don't like saying what they've done to each other, but... Because I don't like putting any of the blame of this on Peter. But yes. he... Peter was one that told Matt. Yes. Matt could see it. And Matt could guess. But he but would he, never have He would never have the confidence. He wouldn't have the confidence to say it if Peter not confirmed it. Exactly. So, like, I, I, I hesitate to put blame on Peter, but, you know, it's, it's all, because every relationship ends because of both people. Yes. The only reason why Matt had all the pieces was because Peter Because also, Peter gave him one of them. Because Peter gave Peter him one of them. Peter handed him if, one of them. If anything, Matt, most of Matt's pieces were observational. Yep. That one could have been very observational and very just. That one could have been a, that could have been, been a theory. That could have been, th- prove me wrong. Okay, Ivy's pregnant. Duh. Proved wrong. Proved wrong. But like, but no. But no. Because he had he had a full deck. He, he had, had a flush. To. But even if Peter didn't say anything, it, 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 he could have ruined his life. Again, with the, you with cannot the, change an element of the show and change and it. You cannot change the element and a no, single element of the show and keep the same ending. Yeah, or keep the same structure. Keep like the same structure at all because everything happens. For everything a is so necessary. Everything is everything, and that's why we can't do a gender bent version of this show and without having to rewrite it. Yep. Yes. Okay. So, as the school play begins, Jason, oh, uh, okay, so the lovers kiss, cool, bear. During the show, Jason becomes increasingly disorientated, disoriented, while Peter- God, I wonder why. While Peter is delivering the Queen mob speech, which is the Mercutio monologue that I yes. very much want to learn and should learn, uh, whatever, he loses his place and begins to hallucinate. During the masked ball scene, he collapses and reaches for Peter, who holds him as he dies. Jason dies of a drug overdose in Act 1 of Romeo, in 20 minutes in Romeo and Juliet. Peter goes, okay, and that's called a glooming piece, which is just like an instrumental, they talk over it, it's not yeah. on the website. It's not on it's not any on recorded any, version, don't yeah. Um, But yeah, that's why I thought it was in front of an audience, because I thought- Because I thought he died in front of- I thought his mom was there to watch him die, TBH. Yeah, I, thought, I thought people were watching him die yeah. and being like, what kind of version of Romeo and Juliet, Juliet is this? this? I, that's, that just might be our shared brain, just creating yeah. things again. Oops, I accidentally created a false reality. Who are you? I am from ancient Greece. Anyway, so, oh, this is another song I genu- generally have to skip, uh, called Absolution. Peter I goes, can listen to this song, but Peter barely. goes to confession. He goes to the priest. He goes to the priest. Intending to confront the priest about Jason's last visit, Peter accuses the priest of failing to show Jason empathy. And when the priest merely apologizes for Peter loss, Peter's loss, Peter ironically forgives the priest. So really, this this is making it sound like Peter didn't go after the priest. Peter went Peter, after the priest. Peter went after that fucking priest. And he priest. definitely with, with with right with he had he had the, everything. He, yeah, 
And it was so, like, God, it's, it's so, so hard to This is the other reason I want our teacher as the priest. Because it would just be such a good... Uh, because also, they're not looking at each other. They're not looking they're at each not other. They're not looking at each they're other. In the they're in the confessional. They're in the confessionals. And that what makes this... All the all Ooh. the confession scenes so fucking powerful Ooh. is that you can't see the face of the church. But the Ooh. face of the church is there intently watching you and intently hearing you. Yep. The, and it, the church it is... is its oh, eyes are everywhere, but it will never. But you will never see it, and it will never. And, ne- and it will never say sorry. That's the thing about this church. That's yeah, the thing about he never. Church. The priest never apologizes for his actions, but he says, "I'm sorry for your loss." And Peter goes, "And I forgive you, Father." Yeah. At the end. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then this is the last paragraph, which is at graduation. At graduation. Peter, Matt, and Ivy, and Nadia wonder whether or not they could have pre- prevented Jason's death and consider the role he- they played in it. They all graduate and move forward into a world that will yield more questions than answers, and the song is called No, no Voice. Voice. Um, no Voice is no the finale voice. of this of this show, and it makes me cry where every Where is the music? There, the music underneath... Stop, you're, you're fucking it up in my head. Because um, there's a part of No Voice... It's, no voice, it's, okay, no voice, I'm pretty sure the beginning is a motif somewhere else in the show. I think it is. But my brain is just hearing it as the last song still, as no voice, but I'm pretty sure it comes in earlier with one of the girls. I think it's Ivy. I, I think it's Ivy. Um, but. Even though Nadia's the first one to sing it. Yeah, Nadia starts it with, Dear Jason, there will be tears today, but we'll get through. You'll be there. I saved a chair for you. You've made it too. That part makes you just automatically. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. one, Jason wouldn't have been sitting next to her anyway. He would have been on stage. He would have been on stage. You held your But even if he was, so even if he close. was, they were supposed to graduate together from birth. They were supposed birth. to graduate together from birth. Like, that's her literal, her best friend. Her it was supposed to be womb to tomb. Womb to tomb. But, and, but now it's, it is womb. It's, sorry. And womb to graduation. Womb to graduation, I guess. Welcome to Act One of Romeo and Juliet in my shitty high school production of Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> I guess where I got wrong the cast. You held your mystery so close, but I knew, I knew your way. Uh, I always thought we'd talk one day. Ugh. Dear Jason, you can't begin to know. The pain you've caused. What a mess. A perfect mess. That's Ivy. Uh, but then Matt has a valedictorian speech. Because you know what? He gets everything Jason has. Well, no. But he, okay, I mean, he, he gets, gets one of he gets three. the He gets the one thing he could have taken. Because this is why I think yes. they ended up canceling Romeo and Juliet. Because their star died on stage. Um, yes. And then Ivy's, you know, ruined forever. Not because of anything yeah. anyone did, but just because of what's happened to her. Yeah, and... And then Matt gets a valedictorian speech, but he starts with, I'd like to take a moment, if so you could take a moment, or I would like to start with just a, if we could take a moment, if maybe we had spoken, or maybe we had something, or we had spoken, and that, underneath that is a very light thing, and I think it's... I think it's Matt motifs, but lighter. No, I think, I think it's what's underneath the beginning of Quiet Night at Home, while they're talking. I can't tell. Let me see, let me see, let me see. Let me go to Quiet Night at Home. I'm just go to... No, because I, I know what it sounds like. Okay. But I want the beginning corner at home. No, it's not. Cause, okay, whatever. I'll figure it out later. Mm-hmm. But, so Jason dies. Everyone's really sad. And you don't know what happens after that. And you don't need to know what happens after that. Because that's yeah. kind of like a choose your own adventure at that point. 
Can't we have the gays live? Can't we have happy gays? God damn it. So, welcome. So, Thanks, yeah. guys. That's Grab Bag That's Podcast, Grab Bag I podcast. guess. Uh, this episode's almost two hours long, but yeah, who gives a fuck? Not me. Bear is so good. Go listen to Bear. If you haven't, like... Even if you're not a musical person, it will fucking get you. And one day, if you are listening to this podcast and you're my friend, you will end up seeing me in it. If I have to produce it and play all the roles myself, I'll do it, fuck you. Like, <laughs> I thought I was going to be able to be in it, maybe even in the chorus or something. But nope, Corona ruined my life. So, it ruined my life in more ways than one. So, you know. Ooh. This is the... Corona ruined my life and then ruined my plans for my Corona plans. So, wear your fucking masks, you selfish assholes. So, uh, our Instagram is grabbagpod, our Twitter is grabbagpodcast, I am Ray Robbins, Riley's theatergeek244, our email is grabbagpodrr at gmail.com, I guess I'll check that right now. Our website is grabbagpodrr at wix.wixsite.com slash my, I don't know if you have to type in my site, I say that literally every time. Um, I have it linked to all our places with my site in there so it works, but I don't know. Uh, let's check the email. Yep, still empty. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, and then, oh, but the end of No Voice is this beautiful, like, church harmony. Oh, yeah. It's and that's gorgeous, what makes me sob. It's a, it's a gorgeous church harmony. Yep. And there's, like, little to no music under it? It's, it's almost acapella, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. And it's, it's purely the voices. Of... And, then, and then it cuts off very statically, very quick, very staccato-ly. You know, and like that's Jason the end of the Blake. show. And that's the end of the show. Ba-da-ba-ba. Ba-da-ba-ba. What would you use for curtain call music? I would have a silent curtain call. I would have just I would a, have like just I would a say, simple bow. Yeah, I'll say it's just a bow. Jason in white, simple bow. Simple bow. Yeah. Jason comes out. He's not on white on stage. He's not an angel. We're not doing that. But I would say everyone bows all together at once. Yep. That's it. No music. Make the audience feel weird about it. Make the make, make the audience make feel them weird. sit in that uncomfortableness. Yeah, be uncomfortable. Make, be uncomfortable. Because Jason didn't have to die. Jason did not have to die. There were so many. There were so many points, even smaller points. Yeah, there were just so many. There were so many given circumstances at this point where if his parents had been like not, if he had known that his parents weren't going to kill, literally beat him until he died, he could have been out and happy, or he could have just been happy knowing that he could come out. Yeah, like Peter could have, like Peter. Yeah, yeah. So uh, whatever. Even if Peter's mom wasn't fully okay with it, she she became okay with it. She became okay with it, and Jason and Peter knew that she would be. Jason yes. knew that his parents would never, would never be. And that's the thing. I feel like... Ugh. There's, Whatever. There's so much like to the unpack sm- here. Even the smaller details, I feel like, could have been, like... If just, just, just if he had gone to Sister Chantel instead of the priest, he would have been alive. If he gone to the... If he, if if Lucas had just given it... To, just, like, not given him all the drugs. If Lucas had waited one day to one give day, everyone their drugs. One day to give everyone their drugs. Even if... Even though Lucas was like, hey, we're still okay, it's still... Even yeah, like so, even like the 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 mem- the like m- like not the main characters all have a part in it, and that's why I think the show is so good and so so, good. so, so good. important. It's because and why everyone has people. a certain yeah. part in it. If if you that's like and like in life, even if you're not like the main character of someone's life, you're, you're a puzzle still, piece. You're still a puzzle piece, mm-hmm. and your and your you affected them good, bad, or otherwise. Your contribution will stick with them. And so, anyway, Riley, we gotta end this podcast. Uh, it's sorry, almost two bye. hours. Like you're ranting again. Uh, anyway, I love this show. Listen, the bear. I'm not gonna say I popularized it because I didn't, but I am gonna say that sometimes the Renaissance feels like it started because of me. Follow us on all the shit. Listen, the bear. Bye, bye. guys.